The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. And now for your nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. We've traded in the dumpster fire tonight for the, uh, the dumpster pool. As it has reached record, record humidity levels here in the beautiful city of Philadelphia, which we are broadcasting live from at 1825 East Moimenton Avenue, which we do every single Tuesday night for Turn Up Tuesday at the beautiful Moonshine Philly. Oh, sorry. Right? So what I, yeah, I'm working the wheels of steel over here by myself. I got a lot of things going on. I got notes everywhere. My, my headphone jack is all over the damn place. I'm all, I'm all disheveled right now. That's what it is, Joe. <laughs> And by the way, Joe, Joe Rufino, not Joe Corrado in the house. Joe Rufino in the house. Joe, uh, Joe Corrado is still on extended vacation. It's not paid leave, though, because we don't make much money here in Funkin' Fantasyland. But we will be making some money soon. And uh, hopefully we'll be making that money via the fantasy type of money, which is going to be going go. on here for the big fantasy showdown spectacle to put your money where your mouth is. Fantasy Challenge hosted by myself here at Moonshine next Saturday, September 1st. The first ever, the first ever live fantasy football draft spectacle where the actual the 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 manifesto itself will be put on display the the sleepers the 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 rookies the the, the all the picks that are that are going to be coming out all the all these draft uh, you know the, the mock draft 1.0 2.0 3.0 you're going to see an actual fantasy football draft done live here in person where people can interact on social media they can call in they can boo the picks they can cheer the picks you can w- walk in off the street and throw tomatoes at the guys who are making these picks and That's we're talking nice. about 10 count them 10 joe of the, well, nine, including myself, Mr. Funkin' Fantasy himself, okay? <laughs> nine of some of the best fantasy players we could, we could wrangle up because this wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap to get into this league. You had to put up a lot of cash to be in this. And people were asking to say, well, Luigi, how is the draft going to be on the up and up if you're going to be in the draft itself? Well, again, it's to put your money where your mouth is draft. I'm saying I'm the best. Yeah, I put my money it. up. You got to put your money up, too. And you, you, know, you know me, Joe. You know me. I'm, 
But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. Woo. That's it, man. You want to take, <laughs> take a shot at the champ, Mr. Funkin' Fancy himself. You're gonna, you had to enter this league, and it filled up quick. I mean, it filled up quicker than Khloe Kardashian in an NBA All-Star game. Nice. It was quick, brother. But like I said, the stadium is now set. People will be coming in off the street. This place is going to be jumping. Believe it or not, man, people want to see this thing happen live. Because as the draft is happening, I'm going to be critiquing picks. I'm going to be doing my best available. I'm going to be doing team needs. I'm going to be trying to... I'm going to be trying to alter maybe the way some people are taking some... some of of, I'm going to show you how to snake your way around a room in a real <laughs> draft. Because here's the beauty part. No one in this draft will know where they're selecting until just moments before the draft. Oh, that'll be nice. That's the clincher. But we got some other little special surprises going on. We might have some help from Mel Kuyper himself. Right. Yeah, That's on nice. Saturday coming in to, do, to help with a little bit of the picks. Uh, Tony Bruno will be here. He'll be helping out doing some of the, the pre-show festivities. Will there be an over-under on how many times the words... Uh High motor. I'm setting it at four. Four. And okay. it's going way over. Okay. <laughs> but excuse me. Nice work. The um, but the phone lines will be open the entire time. People will be coming up the street. Moonshine's put together a fabulous little a, a little uh, package here. Twenty five bucks gets you in the door. All you can eat. All you can drink. Not one hour, Joe. Not two hours, <laughs> Joe. But a three hour show. Now we all know if you ever get asked to go on a three hour tour. You avoid that at all Definitely. costs. Absolutely. But a three-hour dumpster fire? Sign me up. Now, go. I have to be here. I'm kind of contractually obligated to do so. Yeah, and you bring but the igniter. It's going to be a good time. People are going to be coming in from everywhere, all walks of life. It's going to be so much fun. What is going on here? I don't know. David Aris, Tony hasn't what up, gotten kind of old by now. If that's a demo you're aiming for, aiming at more power to you. I, I really don't know who you are. I really don't care. So I don't know. Anyway, phone lines are light up. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874 is how you climb in. If you have any early fantasy questions, I'll be happy to answer them for you. But we got a lot of stuff to get into today uh, because it's that time of the year now where the NFL rosters have to start getting shaved down to the 53-man legal limit. Right now, most teams are hovering around the 90 uh, the, the 90 the 90 player mark, which is the top of the mark. You can have up to 90 players on, on your roster. Uh, but they got to get down to, to 53 by September 1st. Okay, so they got to get down to 53 by September 1st. And it's, it's going to be cut down day. We got week four of the, of the preseason coming out, which is basically last chance hurrah. Let's not get anybody hurt who's starting. You won't yeah, see any exactly. starters. These are the guys, the, the fringe guys, the special teams players coming out of nowhere. Hopefully they can make an impact somewhere and catch on. Um, of course, I got tickets for Thursday night. Of course you do, man, because it's a yeah. meaningless preseason game. Exactly. The thing is, though, is that Freebies, though. So and a lot good. of people put so much stock into preseason oh, now. I mean, you know, he, being here in Philadelphia, the Eagles just won the Super Bowl, and the sky is falling some, for some, some of these people. Now, look, granted, they look bad. That yeah. offense looked horrendous. Right. And, but who's playing? Exactly. And Nick what Foles, game plan do they have Nick going? Foles is out there. They're doing vanilla. They're not running any, exactly. any of the RPOs. Yep. He's missing half his offensive line. Half a starting offensive weapons. The defense, however, has looked fantastic. They've looked yeah. every bit as advertised. That front four, that rotational front four the Eagles have, is one of the best in football. It's probably the deepest in football. It's going to be dominant the entire season long. However, putting this much stock into, into preseason football, remember, folks, the, the Cleveland Browns were 4-0 last year. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns were 4-0 last year and then went ahead and managed to lose every single regular season game when it matters. following the 4-0 start. So it just goes to show you just how little preseason actually means. The players don't care. All it is is for the coaches to, excuse me, it's, it's for the coaches to 
identify some sort of talent here and there. And a lot of these guys, these preseason guys, God bless them, man. This is their one chance to make it. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of the guys you see playing for the teams that they play for this week will be on different rosters come the following right. week. They get picked up off the scrap heap. Well, it helps your practice squad. That's what, you know. It does help the practice squad. And the reason why I brought this up is because it's that time of the year now where we're going to go ahead and we're going to give them a win dog, give them a loss dog for the Philadelphia Eagles season. I'm going to go down. I'm going to make my predictions for the, for the year game by game by the Eagles. Joe Rafino is also going to make some picks. Now, last year, Tony had the Eagles at like 14-2. and two. Yeah. And, and the son of a bitch was happened to be right almost. Yeah. Okay, he had him going the whole way. I don't know how the hell he did it, but he did it. But people are saying, what up on Facebook Live? What up, everybody? Sorry I can't get to everyone. David Price, preseason football blows. That it does, my friend. That it does. Uh, Doug McGregor says, here's a question. Is Carson Wentz worth protecting in a fantasy football keeper league? Well, Doug, I would appreciate you calling in with that question. But since you asked it right here, I'll answer it for you right now. <laughs> it depends who else you have. That's the thing. It, it depends. I mean, is, is the juice worth the squeeze with Carson? Let's be real here. When I go down in this, in, at you know, the list here and give him a win, give him a loss for the Eagles, I am, this is all predicated on the fact that I don't believe Carson Wentz will be back until week three, possibly four. Now, I was right about that. When I said this earlier in the year, people were like, oh, he's going to be back, he's going to be back. Yeah, it's great that everyone thinks he's going to be back. But remember, he suffered the same type of injury Deshaun Watson did. Deshaun Watson came back and is ready to go right now because Deshaun Watson had six extra weeks to get ready. True. That's why he's ready to play right now. So, again... It's not the fact that Carson Wentz won't be ready. It's the fact that will he be medically clear to take a hit on that, on that, on that knee. It's, it's not – everything looks good in practice, but when you get the game speed and you're actually getting hit on that knee and you have to react, it changes, man. Everything changes. Uh, personally, myself, no, I would not. I would not protect Carson Wentz in a dynasty league because quarterbacks, again, you can get guys later. Protecting guys in dynasty leagues are running backs, wide receivers, those kind of things. I wouldn't protect a guy like Carson Wentz personally. That's what I wouldn't do. And also, I'm going to give you my predictions sure to go wrong for this season on every single team in the NFL, division by division, and by the end of it, I will be crowning next year's Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl 53, really? I am making my prediction right now, and I'll give you the odds on some of these guys in a little bit. Okay. But I also, I'm going to be going down. Again, Joe, I did some homework for this stuff. And then later on in the show, uh, I want to talk a little bit about something that happened earlier today in, in the social aspect of the world and uh, give you my opinion on it. It may get a little nuts, I'm just saying. But for right now, I'm going to go right to the phones because I got people holding. So I can't even open the show without phone calls happening more. No, sometimes you don't even get a phone call. And now today the phones are, are lighting up. So I'm going to go to the phone right now. I have no call screener. So like Stevie Wonder at the airport, Joe, we are flying blind. 215-280, 215-280, you're on the line. Hello. Hello? Hello? Let's go to... No one, <laughs> apparently, Joe. <laughs> uh, the, the call dropped. So, caller, you could try again to call in. I have no idea what happened there. Phone lines are working. I don't understand. Maybe he's not there. It could have been bad on his side. We take no responsibility. Anyway, so some other stuff that happened today uh, in the football world. Well, obviously, it happened the other day was... Marquise Lee is now out for the year for the Jaguars. Des Bryant, anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Maybe Des Bryant? Because uh, the Jags are basically left with Dante Moncrief, Davey Westbrook, and Keenan Cole. And if you were not playing fantasy football last year, you have no idea who these guys are. Uh, they are now the three starters for the, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a team that's desperate for wide receiver help. And maybe, maybe Des might get a phone call. That'd be a nice call. For depth. For yeah. depth, he might get a phone call. All right? Also, here locally... Joey Bautista 
Joey Bats, 37 years old. He showed up in Philly today. Yes, he's he did. He showed up in Philly. He's, he's hitting a healthy 196 on the season. Yeah. With 11 home runs, 42 RBIs. The guy with 372 career jacks. 174 in the last month. He is, um, my, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Um, well, HGH will do that, too. 11 home runs, 42 RBIs for the year. But again, you know, he's a guy who completely reinvented his, his swing, though, too, Joe. Remember that. Now, yes. you being a hitting instructor, you also know this, that he went yes. from this, this longer stroke to we went to that really short, compact swing. Big finish. Generated a lot of power. Yep. And well, that was the whole Toronto Blue Jays mindset. Yes, it was. It was they were all trying to work, you know, 1-0, 2-0, and then your 3-4-5 hitters were supposed to be going, you know, going for defense every single swing, which I, I hate like you. that. You, have no. the, you know, if you have those guys who have that power, um, why shorten up on a two-strike you know, two approach? I, for those kind of guys, you're taking a bat out of their hands. Let them, let them hack. Joe breaking down from both sides of the plate here. You got it, baby. The thing is, is that Batista comes here. The Phillies looking for some offense. Another first baseman. He's another first baseman. He can play a little third for you. Play the outfield. I don't understand the move itself other than just to pick up another body who can possibly help. Just for cash. You know, that's yeah. basically it. It's for ch- cash or a player to be named later. I think it was all cash, I, I believe. I'm so. hearing it was a player to be named later. It could be cash. Who knows? All I know is the Phillies are three and a half back of the Braves, two and a half out of the wild card spot. Uh, they're, on the, they're, on, uh, they're, on, they're playing the Nationals tonight. Aaron Nola's on the hill. That game just underway. Two outs already in the top of the first. But think about this, though. Bautista comes to the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm only going to spend a few seconds on this, but he, he comes to the Philadelphia Phillies as one of those luxury-type things that they really don't need, though. You know, you look back at 2008, and he could have, like, if this was a 2008 team who had a legitimate shot at doing something, you could view him as a Matt Stairs-type player. Mm-hmm. Go in there and run into a fastball type of thing. Now, Joe, you're on your phone. You're, you're looking at yeah, all your stuff on this phone. I, I just saw a thing. Now, are you, looking at, are you looking at Funkin', at Funkin' Fantasy on, at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter? Are you hashtagging the show, hashtag Funkin' Fantasy, with your questions, concerns, and answers? John yeah. Brightcliffe checks in. Uh, he's saying, is Des Bryant worth a 16th round pick? You know what? To be honest with you, no, he's not. He's not. Not until he's on a roster. You, and I'll go into this because when the show starts, before the fantasy show starts next week, there's going to be a 30-minute lead into the fantasy football to the start of the, of the actual league and the live draft. And I'm going to be giving you some of these tips. And one of the tips that I'm going to give you is draft guys who are going to play for you. Don't draft guys who you don't care about. Don't draft guys that you think you're going to trade later on. They could be trade bait for this or that maybe they're going to play, maybe they won't. It's worth the risk. Don't do, draft guys are going to play. Take, take, take. Yeah. I mean, listen, seriously, yeah. Des Bryant could sit out the entire season. He could. Yeah. There could be a very well chance that he's shot, that he's done. He's not worth a 16 round pick. Not in, my, not, in my, not in my eyes. He's not. I'd rather take a guy who actually has a legitimate chance of seeing the field because he's currently on a team. Yeah, now, if Des helps. Bryant gets picked up, by all means, scoop up the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. But those transaction fees are very real, and they are due at the end of the year. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> no, free, no free moves. No free moves. So, anyway, Joey Bats of the Phillies. Um, and also... Who's not in the lineup tonight? What's that? He's not in the lineup tonight. Joey Bautista? No, he's not in the lineup tonight. But he hasn't filled up. Now, anyway, 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. That's the phone number for you to chime in. And I was mentioning... I was also mentioning earlier that it was hot here in Philadelphia, dude. I mean, seriously, it is sweltering hot. Um, in fact, let's go to our, 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 our weather correspondent here for Funk and Fancy, uh, friendly Phil Leotardo. Hot and sticky, like my balls. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. It's 106 out there, man. It's ridiculous. It's 106 degrees outside. 
I was out there with a hitting lesson before I came in today. It was uh, how'd it know, go? It wasn't uh, well. She hit very well, but it was uh, the weather was atrocious. See so, you now, Jason Nemrov checks in. He says his rookie pick is Barkley. Oof. Now we were talking about this before the show starts. I I, I am I am big on on Barkley, but not in the first round. I, yeah. I take him in the second round, and the reason being is because rookie running backs do normally hit a wall. Was Jason a uh, Penn State guy? Jason Nemiroff? I don't know. I'm not sure. He's, he's a super fan of, of Funkin' Fancy, though, so he can be yes, he, he, wants. he can yeah. do no wrong. Uh, the thing is, though, <laughs> is that, like I said, rookie running backs normally do hit a wall, and the problem is that the wall that Saquon Barkley will be hitting is the yeah. offensive line of the New York Giants, Yes, which is horrendous. And, you know, they he don't is, on Eli much anymore. So. Well, getting back to Eli, don't forget there are several other mouths to feed on that team. Mm-hmm. One of those mouths oh, being yeah. Odell Beckham Jr., who just got filled with yeah. like $60-plus million of guaranteed money in a contract. The other ones being Sterling Shepard and an ever-emerging, and write this one down, fancy folks, Evan Engram as the tight end, yeah. who will be a top-three tight end this season, fantasy-wise. Believe that. Really? Believe me, yes, absolutely. Okay. He will be a top t- a top three tight end. The thing is, is that he's a big target. Might as well use him. Oh, he's fin- he, listen, man. He was he was the hottest tight end going down the stretch last year, and I don't see it coming off at any point. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, is that Barkley is he's one of those again. It's it's speaking of the Baltisa thing. He's a luxury they really couldn't afford. Like they weren't ready for that kind of a running back there in New York. Right. I don't I don't think so. Like he's going to have his moments. You'll see some you'll see some big runs and all this stuff like that. But I do think that at some point. You know, and it's going to be the majority of the time that the Giants are on the field. They're going to be down, yeah. and they'll be throwing a lot. Now, will there come a time later on in the season where we're going to want to showcase their rookie? Yes. Just, I wouldn't expect to see Saquon Barkley hit the ground running and take off and be this fantasy stud that everyone thinks he's going to be right now. It's going to come later on in the season. If you're drafting Saquon Barkley, don't expect too much too early is all I'm saying. Don't expect the, uh, the consistency of, say, a Le'Veon Bell. Right off the bat. That's it. Do you see him, like, busting up the middle, though? I, I see a lot of – if he's getting anything, if he's going to get chunks, it's going to be screen passes, maybe counters. I can't see that line blowing up. He's all. a shifty runner, okay? That's the one thing. He's very agile, and he's got moves on top of moves, Joe, and right. he's got speed, and he can get to the edge. But Barkley can run between the tackles. He can. Well, the yeah. issue is, is that the tackles suck for the Giants. Right. That's the problem, okay? <laughs> and he does have to deal with the fact that he's dealing with the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. Right. Twice a year. And that Cowboys defensive line, yes. twice a year. So four games of the year, four games of the season, folks, he's dealing 30% of the season. He is de- I'm sorry, 40% of the season, he is dealing with two of the most dominant defensive lines in football. Yeah, it's it's going to be difficult. very difficult. So remember, for four games, guys, are you going to be willing to deal with Saquon Barkley having to run against that? <laughs> I'm just saying it might not be the, the – like I said, it might not be the pick you want to jump to. There are some safer options, in my opinion, but I'll release those guys later on. James Dolan checking in says, great. What up, guys? Great to be with you. And also with you, James. Go in peace, as uh, our priest would say. Joe, Jeez. you've been to church before, right? You've walked yeah. by one. You've seen one, right? Yeah, I went there a couple times. Never got touched. Oh, that's a good job out of you. But let me give you yeah. a little round. Nice applause there. Thank you. So I'm going to go down and start giving you my predictions sure to be wrong. Now, you can chime in at 619-924-9874 if you want to uh, basically debunk some of these theories I'm going to have going on through the course of the year, right. or if you want to give me your own prediction for your football team, where you live, where you, where you reside, because again, we're a national show and not everyone here is in Philadelphia. Some people are living outside of the state. Some people live outside of the country. In fact, one of the gentlemen, Joe Jenkins, a fan of the show, who is in the fantasy league, everyone had to be here live to draft in this league. You had to be able to attend here live. 
Joe Jenkins is the only gentleman who I gave dispensation to to allow him to draft online. And the reason why is because he was supposed to be home, but he is in Afghanistan right now fighting for our country. Really? Yes. So he will be calling in with this first pick, but then he's going back behind enemy lines to make sure we're all safe here while we're enjoying all the fruits of the, uh, of the league. He's making sure that we're, uh, we're safe and sound. Wow, that's pretty cool. So I allowed him to do that. Now, I'm going to start with the AFC. All right, Joe? All righty. I'm going to start with the AFC. These are my predictions. Probably sure to go wrong. The Buffalo Bills will hold the meet and greet with all players so people know exactly who the hell the actual players are. <laughs> if you can find me anyone who lives outside of Buffalo who can name me five Buffalo Bills, I'll buy you something. I don't know what it is. I'll buy you something. Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, I know the players, obviously, in the yeah. show McCoy. But, guys, this Buffalo Bills team is the most unrecognizable team I've ever seen in my entire that life. That whole no, story with Shady. That, no that one knows dried, who the hell they are. That dried up real quick, too. The Dolphins will flounder. They will flounder on them, Adam Gase. They will flounder on their, oh, on their Ryan Tannehill. They will flounder without Jarvis Landry, with Kenyon Drake. I love the Drake. I, I do. I do love the Drake. I know you do. But this is a team that's heading nowhere fast. All right? So the, the Miami Dolphins and the Miami Dolphins fans out there, and there is a plethora of Miami Dolphins fans out there. Good My buddy Mike being one of them. Thank you, Joe. Uh, he is one of the biggest Miami Dolphins fans, and he's got to know that his team is going to suck. All right? <laughs> going to suck. Now, the Patriots will win more games than the Bills and Dolphins combined. <laughs> Mark my words. I have the Dolphins and the Bills marked at right around 12 victories total. Okay. All right. So right around like five. I think the Bills will probably hang in and probably be about seven and six. I can see the Dolphins winning five games. The Pats will win 12 plus. Like normal. And also win the division, by the way. Yeah. The Jets will have a top five defense. The New York football Jets will have a top five ranked defense in the National Football League. Really? Do you agree with that, Joe? I didn't do my homework on the Jets, so I'd have to take your word for it. Well, take my word for it. Believe in me, the New York Football Jets will have a top five defense by the end of the year. Not fantasy-wise. Okay. Talking actual football-wise. Reality, they will have a top five defense. In the AFC or the whole league? In the, in the league. Really? Yeah. Okay. Top five defense. The Denver Broncos will continue to miss Peyton Manning. Aside from signing Case Keenum, letting go of Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, and all these guys. Sorry, John Brightcliffe over, uh, John Brightcliffe over here is, is guessing people on, for the Buffalo Bills. He basically went, McCoy, and I'm done. <laughs> so that's about it. The Denver Broncos will continue to miss Peyton Manning. They still are in search of a quarterback. Case Keenum was a phenomenal story out there in Minnesota. He did what Nick Foles did, just not quite as well, for the yep. Philadelphia Eagles. Case Keenum, lightning in a bottle guy, can play. He can sling it a little bit. Had complete control of that offense. I just don't see him being the quarterback to take the Denver Broncos and that Super Bowl defense, and that Super Bowl defense back right. to the Super Bowl. Okay? So... The Broncos, again, like I said, they will miss Penny Manning. The Chiefs will lose again in the first round of the playoffs. They will win this division. Actually, I'm sorry. They won't win the division. But they will be in the playoffs, and they will lose again in the first round. Pat Mahomes, he takes over for Alex Smith now in Washington, and we'll get to those, those guys in a minute. That is a team offensively that is littered with talent. Travis Kelsey, the tight end spot, Tyreek Hill, enter Sammy Watkins, Pat Mahomes can't out-throw these wide receivers. 
Kareem Hunt returns. Yeah. He's, okay. He's solid. Now he's set up for a phenom- another phenomenal season. Good defense. All right. Their cornerbacks are a little susceptible, so that defense is, is not exactly as sound as it used to be. So they can beat on the outside, but they'll score points. This team will score points. However, they will not score enough points in the playoffs, and they will be outed in the first round. Do you think Andy the will, San Diego Chargers? I'm sorry, what was that, Joe? Do you think Andy will do what he did last year and like not give it to him for like three games? Didn't Hunt only had like a handful of carries for like two or three games in a row? There was a and, point, but there was a point last year where I started mentioning Kareem Hunt uh, is on a milk cart. Yeah, because he. Well, it's also because of the fact that like Sarkadric West came back. So they were trying to implement the two-back system more than the Kareem Hunt kind of a thing, and they were throwing the ball a lot more. And maybe it was just Kareem Hunt was just tired. That could have been it too. Or it could have been Andy Reid just being Andy Reid. Yeah, you know what I've I mean? seen that many times before. Which has happened way too many times before. But as Andy Reid would always say and always had said, where the hell is it? Okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the win, man. And people did. People did. They enjoyed it. But they couldn't enjoy the fact that they blew that game in the freaking playoffs, and oh. that will happen again. It's beautiful. Moving on. The San Diego, sorry, I keep saying they will forever be the San Diego Chargers. Me, the L.A. Chargers will be in the Super Bowl. What? Representing the AFC. Lock it in right now. The Chargers, ladies and gentlemen, the Phillip Rivers-led Chargers will be in the Super Bowl. Wow. Nelson Begler says 15 people, some following you have. Not a lot of people watch the show live. It's the downloads that count. That's how this thing works on podcasting. Who are you talking to? Yourself? Maybe your mom in your basement? I have no idea, Nelson. But that's how the podcasting world works. It's not about the live listen so much. It's more about the downloads. So you can go back to listening to whatever show that you listen to, and we'll go from there. How about that? In fact, let me pull up this guy see who he is. Oh, wow. Take a look at this guy. He's got, he's got a mask on. Is he a surgeon? I don't know. I have no idea. He looks like a... Um, what you call it? What's that, what's that guy's name from Saturday Night Live? Father um, uh, Scarducci? Yeah, Father Scarducci. Look at him. Look at this guy. <laughs> My following is just fine, buddy. Anyway. So, Jorge Luis Diaz says, flag on San Diego. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm saying I think the charge is going to be in there. All right? The Raiders will finish dead last in the division. Really? Dead last in the division. The Oakland Raiders... L.A. Raiders now will finish dead last in the division. Brewdog doesn't get it done. I don't think Gruden's going to get it done. I don't believe in Carr what one bit. <laughs> Not one bit. Uh, the defense is completely inept. Aside from Khalil Mack, really. Okay. They have the best offensive line in football. Well, the most expensive off- offensive line in football. And they don't even know what the hell to do with it. Right. Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, is, you know, he's getting a little old. More like yeast mode, you know. Um, <laughs> Listen, Jared Cook's a nice tight end and everything like that, but again, I think they're going to finish dead last. I think the Broncos, the Chiefs, and Chadges are all better than the Raiders. The AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco will be benched at some point. Lamar Jackson will be the starting quarterback for these Baltimore Ravens. And it won't just be because of the fact that maybe the Ravens are out of it. It won't just be because of the fact that they want to see a change of the guard. I think that Lamar Jackson is going to show them so much in practice yep. that they're going to have no choice but to put him in there. Well, I've, I saw an interview with uh, Flacco. Somebody actually asked him about his decline and stuff like that. So it's, it's even the reporters out there. Oh, listen, Flacco can chuck it a mile. A brave. Yeah, he can. Flacco can chuck it a mile. And people are checking it. They don't like my prediction. Again, these are predictions that are sure to go wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to be right. They're sure to go wrong. Now, just give me a break. Let me finish. The Bengals will win the division. 
No way. They will win the division. I'm not going to say they're going to win a playoff game, but they're going to win the division. Mar Marv is going to win the division. Marvin Lewis is going to win the division. No way. Andy Dalton, A.J. Green and company, Joey Mixon and the boys are going to win it. Tyler Eifert will stay, will stay healthy, and they will win the division. No way will Scott Farkas win the division. All right, just remember, you heard it here first. We'll check right. the tape later on. No, I just said no. Me. I said I, ca I cannot say if he will win a playoff game or not. He'll I can. Be, he'll I, be so excited they get in the playoffs that. Look, man, I'm a gambling man, but I'm not going out on that limb. All right. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns will win a game. Okay. They will win a game. The Cleveland Browns come back with now Michael Kendricks, former Philadelphia Eagles linebacker, now Cleveland Browns linebacker, uh, went out and made a statement saying that the, the Cleveland Browns have more talent on their roster than the Philadelphia Eagles do. Thank you for touching that. I'm actually not that far off of it. The well, Cleveland Browns are loaded with talent. It's raw. It's untouched. Right. It's untapped. It's unproven. But they got a lot of talent. They really do. It's and just very fine. young, and it's very poorly coached, what, what okay? You, well, yeah, and what do you want them to say? Everybody's getting all pissed off about it and all, you know, oh, I can't believe you said that. Who cares? What do you want them to say? Oh, man, we're not, we're not you know, we're not a good team. L listen. Who cares, man? He's supposed to go out there. He's, this is, this he's is, the leader they're looking at him, this is This is, you know, stoking the fire a little exactly. bit. He's stoking the fire a little bit. He's, he's not going to sit here and go fly. He goes fly anymore. He plays for the Cleveland Browns. That's his squad now. He's going he's gonna to hype them up as much as possible. But the Browns will win a game. Tyrod Taylor will start. Tyrod Taylor is a very good quarterback in the NFL. Do you remember last year, Doug said uh, this Eagles squad's got more talent than the Packers? Yes, he did. Team? And everybody laughed at him. Yep. Now, I'm not saying Michael Kendrick, you know, but I'm not up in arms about it. I don't care. No, but, he's, he's doing what he's know. supposed to be doing. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's locker room fodder. It's good. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's freaking chalkboard stuff, you're Joe. It's what a, it is. You bring in a Super Bowl winner, and you're, he's a leader. Automatically, he's looked at as a leader. Right. Not to, mention, not to mention an underachieving player himself exactly. here while he was yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's been okay? beat up a little bit and still fought through it. He did very well. The Browns, again, Tyrod Taylor starting a quarterback for him. They bring in, uh, they bring in Nicholas Chubb. Rookie running back out of Georgia, but they also bring in Carlos Hyde. Okay, Jarvis Landry, big free agent signing for the for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry for trade that the Browns made for the Dolphins, getting himself a wide receiver number one. Exit Cameron Meredith. He's now with the Chicago Bears. Who? Exactly. Now they go ahead, and you have the 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 the, the linchpin in the whole thing is Josh Gordon. <laughs> now he's not going to be ready by game one. He's got the hamstring. They're nursing him back. He may not even be ready by game two. But trust enough, once that man gets on the field, he is a game changer. Does he get on the field, though? Yes. He will not be suspended. He will not be suspended. I think okay. Josh Gordon is going to find a way to not smoke weed for three months <laughs> by some miraculous you know, miracle. Maybe he's on edibles. He won't be smoking. That could be it. But whatever the case may be, he will not smoke weed, and he will remain a Cleveland Brown on the active <laughs> roster. At least he better. All right. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the last season you will see this team as built, as constructed together ever again. I believe that Le'Veon Bell oh, yeah. will be running out of town after this. I don't think there's anything the Pittsburgh Steelers can do offering any kind of money whatsoever. I think he has been so soured now by this organization and their lack of, quote-unquote, financial commitment yeah. to Mr. Le'Veon Bell uh, that he is ever going to re-sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I also believe that Ben Roethlisberger will retire yeah, next should. year. I think Ben Roethlisberger will step down and retire. Um, and this Steelers team has gotten old. You think Tomlin's job is in jeopardy, too? I, I don't believe Tomlin's job is in, je in jeopardy. I think Tomlin is a coach who can coach a lot of young players and, and a lot of underachieving players up. 
mm-hmm. which is what's going to need to be happen when you lose a guy like Roethlisberger and yeah. a guy like Le'Veon Bell. Um, I, I think Pittsburgh's on their way. I'm not going to say they're on their way down to like the Cleveland Browns level, but they're in the they're in they're in store for a bit of a rebuild. They're floating where they after could, this yeah, after this they year. Could I sink think a that, bit. yes, yeah. they're they're going to be in store for a bit I of a rebuild. I think that's fair. The AFC South, the Texans will win the division because Deshaun Watson will stay healthy the entire season. Man, and that defense, will, that defense is going to feast on the fact of the lack of offense in the rest of the division. Also, how much more face time will J.J. Watt get if they actually make the playoffs? Oh, a ton. Oh a ton. God. We're going to have J.J. Watt fatheads all <laughs> over. The place. In fact, you know what? I'm going to have a J.J. Watt fathead here for the freaking show Saturday, September 1st. I'm kidding. I'm not going to have a J.J. Watt fathead here. But you know what I will have here, though? Another dummy. A mannequin. <laughs> I'm going to have a mannequin here with the gold jacket from Michael's. Well, that Michael we bring here from Dominico's, the formal wear sponsor of the Tony Bruno Show and myself, Luigi Curto. That jacket will be here, the custom fit gold jacket that goes to the winner who wins the Funkin' Fantasy Championship. Alongside, you're going to win like a couple thousand dollars and shit like that too. But, right. you're, but the jacket itself, which you will go and you will have custom tailored to you there with the Funkin' Fantasy patch, the Hall of Fame patch with your emblem <laughs> on it for the team. It's going to be... This is going to be the... This is what a prize is supposed to be. Forget about the fake rings. Forget about the, the trophies and all that nonsense that's been done over and over again. We're talking about Hall of Fame jackets. <laughs> Gold jackets. This thing is going to be epic. You're going to see yourself shining from here to, I don't know, Timbuktu. Whenever you walk you into go. a draft anytime in the future, people are going to go, damn, man, where'd you get that jacket? Like, it's a Hall of Fame jacket. I it's want it by winning the Put Your Money Where Your Mouth is tournament. Or you could take the patches off later on and you could wear it to some, you know, a little event. Yeah, nice. You know, it's gold. It doesn't really go with much. You got you to you be, be flaunting it to pull that kind of shit off. Yeah, it's... I don't think any of these guys in this draft could pull it off. <laughs> I don't know, man. I pulled it off. I wore it before. It's pretty badass, man. I like it. But anyway. I know I couldn't do it. The Texans are going to win a division. The Colts. Andrew Luck will wish he retired. Yeah. This is the worst offensive line in football. Andrew Luck is coming back from being a victim of being behind the worst offensive line in football. And also his coaches throwing his arm into oblivion. It looks like he's back. I think he's primed to have a good a good season fantasy-wise, but by the end of it all, I don't think you're going to be able to recognize Andrew yeah, Luck. I think Andrew Luck is going to spend most of his time on the turf this season. Yeah, so I hope he gets really comfortable. Maybe, maybe we should get him a pillow, something like that, something so he's more comfortable <laughs> on the turf. I mean, that, Luca, that Lucas Oil Stadium looks like it's nice, but, yeah. you know, Joe, that, the ground's tough. It's hard. It is, yeah. you know? A lot of advancements in the turf, but still. What's that? There's a lot of advancements with the turf. There are plenty of advancements for turf. Now, there's but all this conversation starts. that's going on on the, on the, uh, on the social media, Mark, uh, what you call it, on Facebook Live right now. People are just talking. They're clamoring. Uh, it looks like Kerry and Cindy Lou Who are basically having their own conversation. There's a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what we're doing here. But as long as they're happy and keep it quiet to themselves, that's all I care about. <laughs> the Jaguars will realize that you need a little bit of offense to go along with a lot of defense. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to realize very quickly that they should not have extended a contract to Mr. Blake Bortles. Yeah. Um, I think they are going to be – Leonard Fournette um, may need a new set of legs before the end of the season. They are going to run him to the ground. Now, does that mean a guy like TJ Yeldon could find some, revelant, uh, some relevance again? Maybe. 
maybe TJ Yeldon can come back here and play some some meaningful football for the uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But guys like Cole and Westbrook and Bortles, it's it's just not enough, man. It's not. I think they're going to be a classic tale of man, what a freaking defense. You know, what an outstanding, lights-out, shut-you-out defense with a team that just, you know what, just can't put up the points. And I'm not talking about the fact of in the division, because in the division they'll be able to score some points. Yeah, definitely. The problem is, is when you get into the playoffs, will they be able to score the points? They scored them against New England, but we all saw how bad that New England defense really was when they played the Eagles in the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. and both sides were hemorrhaging points. The Tennessee Titans. No one will remember the Titans this year, Joe. Really? No one. The Not Titans even. are set for an 8-8 eight eight season of the most unmemorable football you'll ever see. Nice. They are just a run-of-the-mill, just middle-of-the-road of the, of the team. That's all they are. Not enough to be laughed at. Not enough to be applauded. Just certainly not enough to be remembered, Joe. <laughs> no one remember the Titans. Now, I see a lot of happy faces, a lot of likes, a lot of... Uh, Smiling faces, laughing faces, hearts all over social media here on the Facebook Live page. And I see a couple angry faces. I think that asshole's still probably upset or whatever it was. I invite him to call in. Hey, asshole, 619-924-9874. Why don't you give me a call? Anyway, let's move on to the NFC, Joe. Now, I gave you my pick for the AFC. Yes, sir. Sandy, I mean, the LA Charge. I keep saying San Diego. It will always be San Diego. It's that whale's vagina, Joe. It's always back in the back of my mind. The what? San Diego. It means uh, a whale's oh, vagina. That's right. You know, that's, that's right. Man. That's yes. Ron Burgundy once said. Yeah. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Let's start off with the um, start off with the NFC. Let's start off with the NFC North. The Bears. I see where you're going here. Still suck. <laughs> the Bears still suck, and they will continue to suck underneath of uh, the helm of, of under the uh, the reins of Mitch Trubisky until he gets his feet wet. Then the fourth number one pick last year. Another team sounds like a line has some talent. Bring in Allen Robinson, former Jacksonville Jaguar, who I'm sure they would love to have back right now. Yeah. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, very nice little one-two. Uh, combination in the backfield they bring in Trey Burton from the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl team last year nice tight end on the field Joe I'm not talking about off the field not there's anything wrong with that I'm just saying defense it ain't the Bears defense of old it's just not brother no and uh that is a team right now again in major transition they're still getting their feet wet I can't see the Bears winning more than six games they'll be a thorn in the side of the division opponents they'll play them tough but Again, again, just like the Jacksonville Jaguars, at some point, points are going to be very hard to come by. The one intriguing player who I would take a chance on as a flyer later on in in a fantasy football draft is Kevin White, former West Virginia first-round pick. I believe he was the 7th or 11th overall pick in the draft that year. Joe, you were a West Virginia fan. What was he? Was he a 7th or 11th pick? Okay, he has no idea, but he's he's going to find that information out for me. Um, But he, he is one of those guys where the wind blows and he gets hurt. Kind of thing. Right. He's been he's been injury riddled for the last two years. Missed both seasons. Kevin White, speedster though. Him and Trubisky might have a little something going on. And uh, if he can stay healthy, he could be very, very, very dangerous in fantasy football. The night that see, thank you very much. Let me give myself a roaring round of applause. Where the hell is a roaring round? Because you know, listen, I, I I'm a guy who knows meaningless football crap when it comes to fantasy football. <laughs> The Detroit Lions. They are the Detroit Lions, and that's all I can say about that. The Detroit yeah. Lions are going to hang around the entire year and just hang around to wait to not make the playoffs. Sadly really? enough, that's what's going to yes, that's what's going to happen. I think the Lions take a big step back this year. I think Matt Stafford puts up decent numbers as he always does. Short passing game. They have some decent running backs. They bring in the rookie. Um, I'm just you know Marvin Jones, Golden Tate. You know you can say the names all you want, but 
the end of the year. It's been a long time with Tate, too. I just don't think it has been a long time with Tate. Uh, you know, again, he was in Seattle forever, too, though, John. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think that the Detroit Lions are in any shape ready to take any kind of step forward into making any sort of a playoff run. They'll be a team that hangs around the entire year. They're going to win some games they probably shouldn't, and they'll lose some games that they definitely shouldn't because that's what the Detroit Lions do. Right. Uh, and, again, I have them pegged as more of a, you know, another middle-of-the-road 8-8 eight eight team, 9-9, nine 9-7, and nine, nine and seven, be scraping the chances of getting the playoffs and just come up short. The Green Bay Packers will be back in the playoffs behind Aaron Rodgers. They will not miss a beat and, in fact, will be more dangerous than any Packers team in the last three years. Which is why I don't think Chicago is going to even win five games this year. Okay, that's fine. Because you said five to six. I think with, you know, with... with uh, well, they only got to play them twice, John. In the chicken wing being out. Yeah, I, I think it's, they're just going to... Don't, for, knock down a don't forget about the... Okay, so here's the thing. So Jordy Nelson leaves. He goes to the Oakland Raiders. Not going to miss a beat. No. Not going to miss a beat. I mean, a it's time. time anyway, this, is, right? this is the Devontae Adams coming out party year, guys. And another guy... Who you want to look out for for you fantasy fans out there? Geronimo Allison, who started coming on last year. You might not know him now, but remember the name, Geronimo Allison. You can't forget that. Okay, he's not a sleeper because he was out there last year. Okay. Remember that. I don't know what's going on here. Colonel <laughs> people. <laughs> John Brightcliff's over here reciting, uh, reciting um, uh, space balls over here. And... Um, talking about the helmet he's talking about lord helmet and it's becoming impossible for me to do the show because now all i want to do is play lord helmet drops where the hell is it somebody messed with my soundboard joe i didn't touch this is an outrage (laughs) someone messed with my soundboard where the hell is it what am i reading here who is that charlie i can call in like 20 minutes you able to ask luigi tell him i said call okay give me a call give me a call man anyway so Packers back in the playoffs. They'll win a division. But notice how you didn't hear me say they're going to be in the Super Bowl, Joe. No, I didn't As a lot of people are saying that they are, but I didn't say they're going to be in the Super Bowl. The Minnesota Vikings will... Patrick won't let that happen. Probably not. The Minnesota Vikings will realize Kirk Cousins is not Tom Brady. (laughs) You like that? You like that? They will like that, Kirk, for a little while until you just even out, buddy, and become what you are. Average. which is a good average starting quarterback in the National Football League. But kudos to you, my friend, for going out and getting the first ever completely guaranteed two-year NFL contract, which is exactly what the NFL players should be going towards. Yeah. I love it. I love the guarantee. Smaller years. Yes. Guarantee the money. Everyone's happy. You get paid as well as you're playing. All right? Now, that's the thing with Cousins. How many big games did he win? None. Exactly. Now you got zero. You got and he was money. loaded offensively in, in, the, yes. in Washington. He had all the offensive talent in the world. Yep. He has, uh, listen, Minnesota, you got Dalvin Coast coming back, Latavius Murray over there splitting the backfield. You got Kyle Rudolph, fantastic tight end. Kirk Cousins loves going to the tight end. So again, yeah. pay attention here, fancy players. Kirk Cousins loves going to the tight end. See, I'm yep. giving you help here. Now, <laughs> Stephon Diggs, phenomenal young wide receiver, Adam Thielen. Local boy went mm-hmm. to Minnesota, came out of nowhere. Cinderella boy, I don't know where. Adam, you know, people know Bill Murray here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he's got talent, plenty of it. But, but it's Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins. The defense is legit. Yep. But 
It's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think with the so we'll wait and see. They're going to realize he's not Tom Brady. I don't think the uh, my one of my favorite sayings. I don't think the juice was worth the squeeze. I just don't think it was. Now, where it just doesn't matter. Moving on to the NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals. Now, you ready for this, Joe? Because this is going to be the boldest prediction of all bold predictions. Hold on. Give me one second here. What are you doing? Are you in the middle of something? I'm just waiting. Okay. Now I'm ready. Go ahead. Sam Bradford will stay healthy the entire year, (laughs) and the Arizona Cardinals will make the playoffs. I hope Chipper's listening to this right now. Sam Bradford, for the people in the back, will stay healthy the entire year, and they will make playoffs. The playoffs. So who's going to be the quarterback? Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford's going to be the starting quarterback. Yes. And play every game. And play every game. <laughs> and he will have them playing well enough to be in the playoffs. He's going to try for another $100 million contract? You heard it here first, Joe. I'm just saying. Sam Jesus. Bradford will stay healthy, and this Arizona Cardinals will return to the playoffs. Okay. You don't agree? You could say you don't agree. Nah, I, nah. I think Seattle, I think the Rams, don't knock them out of there. Joe, the Cardinals. So let it be written. Okay. So let it be done. The Rams, that are also in Los Angeles. Todd Gurley will have as many rushing touchdowns as Jared Goff has passing touchdowns. Hmm. And the reason I say this is because I think Brandon Cooks is a fraud of a wide receiver. He is not the big game wide receiver that everyone thinks he is. Okay. Robert Woods is a possession wide receiver and a very good one. I don't see that offense scoring many touchdowns via throwing the football. But I do see Todd Gurley running amok rushing-wise. I think Todd Gurley will rush for nearly 2,000 yards. Well, I wouldn't doubt that at all. I think Todd Gurley is going to get nearly 2,000 yards rushing. He's a beast. I feel that the Los Angeles Rams will be right there again. They will win the division. It won't happen in London, though. That game will mean something, but they will lose that game, and yeah. I'll get to that later on. But the, uh, the Rams will win a division, and they will be another formidable, formidable foe in the playoffs. However, Joe, if you've noticed, I did not say they will be in the Super Bowl. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers will not. stink, <laughs> and they will stink worse than that freaking water that's in the bay under the bridge. <laughs> They will stink. Big money Jimmy ain't going to do Jimmy Garoppolo will be exposed momentarily, my friends. Yes. Marquise Goodwin is not enough for them to win, okay? They bring in uh, the exit Carlos Hyde, enter Jared McKinnon. Okay. Also, exit two-thirds of their offensive line and half of their freaking starters on defense. Pierre Garçon has been a phenomenal wide receiver in this league. He has been as good as it gets. He's also hurt to start the season, but he will be returning, but he's going to be a little bit, you know, he's been a little bit banged up. Mm -hmm. I don't think the San Francisco 49ers are going to win more than six games, Joe. They will stink because, not just because of Shanahan being there. I believe in Kyle Shanahan. I think he's going to be a good coach. I just think they're not ready yet. Too young. They were 6-10 and last year. Too young. And I think they're going to drop a game. Seattle Seahawks. This will be the end of the Pete Carroll era in Seattle. Really? By the end of the season, Pete Carroll will no longer be the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I believe they will turn the keys over by the end of, if not during the middle of the season, by the end of the year, you will, next year, Pete Carroll will not be the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson, um, there isn't enough, 
I, I don't think Russell, Will, Russell Wilson is a special player. Yeah, he is. He is probably one of the – he is, without question, one of the smartest, most heads-up quarterbacks there are in the league. Very elusive. And physically gifted. He is the perfect scrambling quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because he just evades, evades, and takes off. Like him and Rodgers are just like they're just so good at it. They don't they don't just take off. They don't just scramble and run around. They just make you miss. They make you miss. They they they, they fool you. They deceive you. And Russell Wilson, again, eyes are always down the field, up the field, looking to throw the ball like Rodgers does. I just don't think he can do it himself. And that defense, like I said, the Legion of Boom is no longer. Um, although there are some interesting stories to watch there in Seattle as, as the season unfolds. And one of those guys being Shaq Wilson, the, you know, the player with one hand, who's going to play. This guy's going to start for this team, man. Really? Yes, and he should. Have you seen him play? No, I have not Joe, seen him. Joey's better than most guys with two hands. <laughs> Seriously. Better he's than incredible. J- better than JPP? James Dolan says Pete will be jobless, homeless, and hairless. Hey, let's not attack the man's follicles, all right? Because that's not a funny thing for most guys. All right? I'm just saying. Now, <laughs> let's move on to the NFC East. The Dallas Cowboys will win a moral victory this year and not have one person on their team arrested. Not okay. one Dallas Cowboy will fall under arrest. Now, I can't say they're going to hire anyone. Even on a bye week? Not even on a bye week. Wow. I think that the boys, going out on the a Cowboys limb, right? will be good this year. And no one will be in any kind of legal trouble for the Dallas guy. I'm going out on a limb for you, Jerry. <laughs> so you keep the boys intact. I don't care if you – now, you, they might bring in someone who's had some legal issues. Joe, you're looking at the Phillies game over here. What's the matter? Oh, um, was that a little uh, excuse me swing that dropped yeah. in for a single there? Yeah, a little Texas leaguer. Who was that, Kingery? Oh, that, is that Nick Williams on second base right now? Nick Williams earlier today played virtual golf. Yes. With fan of the show, Andrew. She yeah, won yeah. a, a Phillies. Uh, Vince Velasquez. Also. And Vince Velasquez. Uh, but Vince Velasquez was done after the fifth hole. <laughs> so he couldn't go to this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she won a little charity shot. celebrity golf outing kind of a thing. And uh, I know she had a good time doing that because she's, there's no bigger Phillies fan in this universe than Andrew. So the Cowboys, like I said, they won't have anybody in the rest. The New York Giants, as I mentioned earlier, we'll find out that Saquon Barkley is a luxury they will not they just aren't ready for it. They're just not ready for that yet. Right. Uh, you know, you got to, like, it's like, you know, they have the Ferrari in, in the uh, garage, right? You got to let it out. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Giants are ready to let it out you yet. You got to put I, the premium gas in it, too. I think there. if they do, they're going to get it killed. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think, okay? Yeah, yeah. The Washington Redskins will be the Deadskins in a division by week eight. They'll be relevant. Alex Smith will keep them in it for a little while. But by week eight, we can pretty much wave goodbye to the Washington Redskins and any chance they have of making the playoffs. I'm good with that. Now, the defending Super Bowl 52 champion Philadelphia Eagles, which they'll be hashtagging Fly Eagles Fly all over this nation, all over this city, and all over freaking social media in the next week. Yep. We'll win the division, but not repeat as Super Bowl champions. And I'm not saying that because I'm hating on the birds. I'm saying that because it's damn hard to repeat as a Super Bowl champion. And the reason why I'm saying that is also because of the fact that we're just not sure what Wentz is going to be when he gets back. Right. We're just not sure. Again, repeat, what Wentz is going to be like when he gets back. I think when he gets back, he'll be healthy, he'll be fine. But let's just see... 
if he plays a little tentative or not. And who else is going to be healthy at that point? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I mean, We're also, again, Alshon Jeffrey is going to be gone the first two weeks, so we will miss yep. him. My thing is... I mean, the run game is going to be strong still. Mark Malas says, I just turned in honestly and thought I was listening to Skip Bales. I'm sorry, Mark. I, I was trying not to do my <laughs> Skip Bales right now. I actually do apologize. This is my personal apology to you. Very I'm nice. just basically just going off and just being ridiculous right now. I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to, uh, to knock the Eagles. I just don't think they're going to be there yet. Uh, I think they're going to win a division. I think they're going to be in an NFC Championship game. I do. I think they're going back to the NFC Championship game. So I'm not saying they're going to take a step back and they're going to lose. I think they're going to win a division. I got them pegged for, uh, for 11 wins. So, and I'll tell you what those wins and losses are in a few minutes. Uh, I still think they're, the cream of the, they're, they're one of the cream of the crop teams. I just think it's just hard to get back two years in a row. Yeah. Again, this is one of those predictions. Again, it's a prediction that's sure to go wrong. I'm not disliking anyone. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not throwing shade on my Philadelphia Eagles whatsoever. I'm going to be cheering my head off like anyone else. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, I just don't feel that they'll, they're going to get back to the Super Bowl. Now, I hope I'm wrong. And that's, that's, I want to add something there, if I can, though. Um, I've watched two games, I think, with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know, like, how you are not a fanboy and no. you rip fanboys. Right. But if, if you guys at home don't think that Lou is screaming his head off on every single play, you're crazy. I am. Because he's, he's not a fanboy, but he watches it as intently as anybody else does. I just watch it, I just watch it through non-biased eyes. Right. That's it. But if you don't think I'm not sitting there screaming my yeah. head off... You know what I mean? Uh, this is like, and, and Mark Lim says, I mean, LOL. And I, I, I get, again, this is, this, is, this is what happens here. This is what's called sarcasm, tongue-in-cheek. It's fun. This is how people are able to interact and have fun on social media about getting up in arms. Um, when, I was in, when I was in Minnesota for the Super Bowl, for, for Super Bowl 52 with the Eagles, right. we had to be, when I was there with Tony and Robin doing Radio Row, the media couldn't, I couldn't wear Eagles gear. Right. I, I couldn't be, you know, I couldn't be seen the team I was promoting. I couldn't do that. I'd be very professional. Right. It's understandable. But when I was out, yeah. dude, <laughs> dude, I was all over the place, man. I mean, literally, I, I was, anyone I could tell that I was there representing for the birds, they knew it. Oh, I, okay? I heard you. I heard you yelling. Oh, yeah. yeah. The problem is, is that, again, fanboys everywhere are going to tell me that I'm crazy and that I'm not a real fan because I'm not picking anyone because I'm not, because I'm not picking Eagles to go back and win a Super Bowl because I'm, I'm just not, I'm not biased. Right. I'm not biased. I look at this thing realistically. I look at through it through the other side. Of I mean, it. would I, you like them too? Well, I like them too. Fucking yeah, I want them yeah. too. I got every intention on being in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, for Super Bowl 53. Nice. I'm trying to, Tony's not listening right now, but I'm trying to return the favor. Okay. I'm trying to return the favor and take him to Super Bowl 53. Oh, there you go. That's what I'm trying to do. And I'm not even talking about to like do some heavy work. I'm talking about it as just to go. Just hang out. Yeah, to go down to the nice. Well, Tony's a good guy to go to strip clubs with, man. <laughs> he makes yeah. it, now he knows how to make it rain, brother. <laughs> so, again, Eagles win the division, one of the top teams in the NFC again, and the NFL. I'm just not sold on them going back to the Super Bowl based solely on the fact that it is incredibly hard to repeat. And if they can get to the championship, that's, that's a hell of a back-to-back season, man. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm great with it. Yeah. Again, predictions sure to go wrong. I hope I am. Lastly, the NFC South. The Atlanta Falcons will not live up to the hype. They will not live up to this preseason hype that everyone has them going to the Super Bowl. The Atlanta Falcons are not going to be this team on a mission, okay? They're not going to be this 
this team that goes ahead and steamrolls everyone and gets back to Super Bowl 53 when they, you know, they, they should have been there last year and the Eagles got lucky and everything in the first because yeah. forget all that. And the reason why is because Matt Ryan. Because they blew a lead. Mm-hmm. Because they had a chance at their Super Bowl. Because I think Matt Ryan's a guy who's never going to win a Super Bowl. Really? Yes. Because as good as that team is, and they're probably going to win 10 games, I just don't think that they're a, they're, they're, a, they're a team that gets to that next level. I don't think they got enough. I just don't, I don't see it. And I, mean, it's been, I don't think they're going to live up to the hype. They've been consistent with that type of trend. So, The Carolina Panthers. Oh, and they also blew that halftime lead. Yes, they did. Super Bowl. Kind of a big one. 28-3. Cam Newton. We'll wear a hat saying Kelvin Benjamin sucks. <laughs> and he's right, too. He does. Kelvin Benjamin does suck. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. I think they're going to be a complete shit show. You, you pluralize Panthers for NFL? Carolina Panthers. Well, the Panther in, flo- in hockey. Mm, okay. Yeah. I got you. I didn't know the etiquette there for a second. Sorry. See, Mark, 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 Mark says uh, it's Mark Millsaps over here. He says Seattle should have run the ball, and they would have repeated I will never forget. You're, you're right. You're 100% mm-hmm. right. Marshawn Lynch still, still should have gotten <laughs> that freaking handoff, okay? Yeah. No doubt about it. Malcolm Butler, another guy who, was on, who wasn't on the field for Super Bowl 52 against the Eagles, who would have, if he would have played, would have made a huge difference mm-hmm. in that game, but he didn't play. The Seattle Seahawks would have repeated. The Seattle Seahawks had a lights-out defense, MVP quarterback with Russell Wilson, offense was clicking, Marshawn Lynch, one of the best running backs in the league at that time. I think the Eagles have all of those things, okay? The problem is, is that it's just hard to repeat. Just like Mark said, Things go wrong. It's difficult, man. It's hard to repeat. Even just getting back there is hard enough. Absolutely. So even when you do get back there, for them to win the whole thing, something like that, you turn around and don't hand it off to Marshawn Lynch, nah. and it costs you the freaking Super Bowl. Why would you? The, like I said, the Panthers, I think the Panthers are going to be a team that completely falls apart. Um, talk about an offense. You know, Greg Olson... Great tight end, steady mm-hmm. as they come. Christian McCarthy, young, exciting little running back there. But wide receiving core, you're looking at Devin Funches. You liked him, though, right? I did. I picked him yeah. last year. He was one of my fantasy guys last year. On, on, uh, the, he was an actual sleeper that no one knew about that right. I had him pegged. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Devin Funches is not enough to carry this team anywhere. Neither is that defense anymore. So that leads us nope. to uh, one The Tampa team. Bay Buccaneers. Oh, sorry. I forgot about that. Will be asked by their fans to relocate. To Los Angeles before the season is over. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a team that's heading nowhere fast. I think a lot of those guys are probably going to jump into that pirate ship that sits out there yes. and then jump out of it onto the concrete that is surrounding the stadium and plummet to their death because that team, my friends, is a mess. Jameis Winston, look, yeah, man, he's... at this point, he's coming back after, after week four. Number one pick in the draft. Looked like a couldn't-miss guy, you know, smartest guy in the room, one of those guys. You know, he was reading NFL defense as Joe mm-hmm. at, a, at, a, at a high school level. Doesn't mean he's got much brains. No. Okay? Because apparently it does not reflect off the field. He's a guy who is just, just I mean, he's, this guy's got issues as, as, long as, a, the, the, as long as the state of Florida, okay? Well, well that tasting the W thing was. Uh, yeah, that thing, though, I'm going to eat a W. I, I, his whole team looked around like, like seriously? What the frick? I, it was it was it was a very uncomfortable thing to watch. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's in the huddle like leading like the, you know how people like lead the hype thing. 
you know, you had guys like Brian Dawkins here in Philadelphia. Ray Lewis yeah. was, was popular for that. Yeah. He did this whole thing like, you know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to eat a W. And he started like licking his fingers doing all this <laughs> stuff. And like his teammates are just sitting around in a circle just <laughs> looking at him saying, what in God's holy name are you blathering about? They had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Eat a W? I, I don't get it. The Mitchell I, football guy, the kids are probably looking at it like, that, that just stupid. That just looks stupid. It, it really <laughs> it did really look stupid. Did. <laughs> and uh, I think Catfish Charlie's calling in right now. But before I do that, Yep. Last and not least, last and not least, the New Orleans Saints will not only go to, but win Super Bowl Fifty Three. Will he retire after that? And Drew Brees will retire. He's had a hell of a career. Man. The New Orleans Saints will play the Los Angeles Chargers in the Super Bowl, and Drew Brees will stick it to San Diego. <laughs> Or at slash L.A. one more time. Oh, yeah. And they will hoist a trophy. That team was a ta- missed tackle away from going to the NFC Championship game last year, which I predicted would be the Eagles and the Saints in the highest-scoring NFC Championship game in the history of the NFL. It was so close to happening. This year, I believe it will happen. The Saints will get to that NFC Championship game. Will it be against the Eagles? I'm not sure. I think it might be. If it is... I hope I'm wrong. I just I'm <laughs> hope I'm wrong. But I think, the, I think that the uh, Drew Brees will go to the Georgia Dome and lay the wood one more time. It just won't be against the Falcons. It will be against the San Diego, the L.A. Chargers. And reason being is because, look, Kamara and Ingram, one of the best duos you're going to find, okay? And Ingram is missing the first four games. But, again, you don't really need him. Here's another name you want to look out for. Here's a sleeper, because he's buried on the death chart. Jonathan, I'm not going to give you the last name. You can do your own homework. You can look up the New Orleans Saints <laughs> death chart, look up running backs, look for a guy named Jonathan. You might want to circle him as one of those late-round picks. Really? He's a guy I, I think may actually cut into Ingram's time going later on in the season, because Ingram and Peyton aren't really exactly the best of friends. Yeah. But what did happen is Drew Brees went out and got himself a defense, and that defense – caught on big time last year from a fantasy standpoint they were phenomenal from a reality standpoint they were shutting teams down okay Mm -hmm. defensive line and that secondary is legit is absolutely legit and I think they'll be just fine and they are going to be going to the Super Bowl this year and winning it so there's my prediction Super Bowl 53 the San Diego Jesus Christ the Los Angeles Chargers (laughs) one more time will be playing the New Orleans Saints in Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta and Drew Brees will hoist the Lombardi for his second time and retire after the season. So, before we get into the Eagles, give him a win, give him a lost dog. I'm going to go to uh, Catfish Charlie here on the line and do the Tuesday 10. Charlie, you there? Hello? I hear Hello? Hello? Oh, this isn't Charlie. Hello? This isn't Charlie. Hello, can you hear me? This ain't Charlie. No, this, is, this, is this my boy Jorge Luis Diaz? Goddamn right, my man, my <laughs> man. What's up, brother? I'm good. I'm good. And what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> these San Diego Chargers, like, what are they doing over there? Like, you got an IV on some like vodka or something over there? You have smoked yourself retarded. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I got a feeling on the Chargers, man. I got a feeling at Philip Rivers. Keenan Allen's gonna stay healthy the whole year. Melvin Gordon, legit as they come. That defense has got a lot of good parts. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're in a division that's very capable of winning. And then once they get in the playoffs, 
I think they're going to be dangerous. Just call the film, man. It's a prediction short to go wrong. I call you, I call you, and then I text you on the side for advice. Right. I'm going to call you right now and be like, you need to chill. (laughs) You need to chill. I need to chill. All right. Okay. So you don't like. You're talking about. You don't like. Chargers are going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Now, can you go to Atlantic City and place that bet? Yes, I can. Okay. And the odds on that happening, right, because yeah, I have that well, right hey, here. Hey, no, forget about Atlantic City. That's right. And you're going to place a bet. You and me are going to place a bet? Yes, sir. Uh, what's the bet? Uh, let's see. It's got to be something good. Well, so of course. It's got to be something involved with uh, moonshine. The Chargers are 16 to 1. 16 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. It's okay. Why? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? All right. How about this? Or go how to. We do this. Live on air. I bet you the, the Giants have a better record than the Chargers. The Giants are, are going to have a better record than the San Diego, than the, San, yes. than the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> please, 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 please tell me you're joking. Please tell me you're joking right now. I will take I'm that bet. Joking. I will take no. that bet. Here's, here's what the bet's going to be. Well, it's a gentleman's bet. All right, tell me. Gentleman's bet, all right? Come on down to Moonshine. No, no it's, 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 a night, it's a night out on Moonshine. Right, but here's the thing. It's, it's, I'll I, I tell you what. You win because I've been waiting for this for, for a while. I've been waiting for, for to meet you. you. You've been saying you're going to come down here, but you've been... You've been busy with the kids and stuff like that. You win. You come down here. Bring the family. I'll buy you guys dinner. We'll hang out for the night. The whole thing's on me. All right? How big is this family? Within reason. <laughs> Within reason. Within reason. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I, can't, I can't bring the family. You can't like, bring the family. I got little kids and stuff. Like, All right. Well, but then, if you want... I could bring some family with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, you can bring the. All right, you can bring the. Okay, all right, no problem. Definitely bring some family with you. And I definitely all know. Right. I definitely know what you mean. Okay, Poppy. <laughs> so, bring them down. But if if and if I win, if I win. Okay. I want you to go on Facebook. And do a Facebook live video. From here, from Moonshine. Oh shit. It- Oh. And I want you to tell everyone just how wrong you were and how right I was. And you kneel before Zod. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Ain't no kneeling. I'll give you a handshake. Ain't no kneeling. All right, fine. We'll go on a handshake then. All right, that's fine. That's fine. We'll go, we'll go on a handshake. Ain't no kneeling. All right, there's the bet. We're going to mark it down right now. Jorge says that the Giants will have a better record than the Los Angeles Chargers. The bet is dinner here, yep. moonshine, the whole announcement thing, and I'll do the same thing too. Or if 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 you win, I'll go on live. We'll go we'll go live. We'll do it live right from the damn sh- right from the bar, and I'll go out there and say I took a bet from this man. He was right. I was wrong. I suck. He's great. All those things. We'll give you your due. All right. Hey, it's all good. That's perfect. It's all good. That's you perfect. Know what I'm now, Jorge's a fancy player, all right? He knows his stuff, and he call, he's, he's, a, he's a regular in the Funkin' Fancy program. Now, he mentioned a question earlier, and I can't remember the question because there's been a lot of comments going on tonight. So what was the question you asked earlier? What was the fancy question you asked earlier, Jorge? Well, it doesn't even matter that. I don't even know what I asked earlier, but 
what I always want to talk to you about, and I and I talked to you on the side about it. So I had the number seven pick, and then this dude traded me for the number two pick. Straight up, nothing up. And because I wanted to get Saquon. You know, I'm a New York Giants fan. But you wanted- I want to get Saquon. Okay. Now I'm like, you know, Saquon has this little hamstring injury that's going on that nobody really knows the stuff, so nobody's playing him. So I'm pretty sure the number one pick is going to pick Antonio Brown. Now, this is a PPR league, correct? What do you think? Huh? This is a PPR league, right? Points per reception league, correct? Yeah, yeah, PPR. Okay. PPR. Now, and the reason why I asked him this is because on this program, I don't do what everyone else does on fantasy shows. I don't sit there and go, well, you know, st- like, you know, pick two guys, start and sit. I go, well, well, who are you playing against? Like, what's the other guy's team look like? Because sometimes you have to do things a little differently. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, it's all strategy, man. It, exactly. Now, the reason, the reason why I'm asking this right now is because he mentioned Antonio Brown's being the number one pick. I wouldn't say he is. The, the, now, I have to, I have to ask, now, is this some sort of a dynasty league, a keeper league, where there's certain players that are already off the board? No, this is, this is, this is a, a league with us. It's we're all boys, and uh, we're we're trying to think about it about moving it to that like you know where you keep you know uh, keeper it's dynasty league right you keep you but keep, I mean this right. is our this part like our fourth or fifth season a a bunch of us all together okay and, so you, you know you got like one or two flakes that drop out right but. That's, that's the it, thing. Like, it hasn't been a keeper league yet. Okay, like my, 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 my personal league that I'm in, it's, it's 14 years running. Same guys. So, we, you know, we actually have a dynasty because it's the same guys. No one's leaving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, with the number one pick, what's going on? Is, is there a pterodactyl being strangled in the background? <laughs> what's going on over there? Now, with the number one pick. That's I, my daughter. I, okay, I, I heard there's somebody screaming. I'm like, what the hell is going on over here? Um, number one pick, I would, I would not take Antonio Brown. Only because of the fact that... I'm the number number two pick. Yeah, you're the number two pick, but the number one pick would, would not be Antonio Brown. It shouldn't be Antonio Brown. It, it, should, it should be... Personally, I'm taking Todd Gurley. Yeah, and I had the number one pick in my draft. I took Todd Gurley. The number two would pick... Would you believe that this guy has gotten the number one pick in our draft the last... What is thir- the last two years? This is third year in a row... I don't know how it happens. He's gotten the number one draft pick. Hey, man, guys get lucky. And every year he picks Antonio Brown. Okay, well, then you know the thing. You know it. Then he's yeah. taking Antonio Brown. The number two pick, I, listen, I know you're a Giants fan, and if you wanted to take Saquon Barkley, you should have just sat back there at seven or even traded back to, like, nine. But you cannot take Saquon Barkley with the number two pick because if you pass on a Todd Gurley for Saquon Barkley, it's just a huge mistake, man. It's a huge mistake. It's an epic. Hey, listen, I wasn't. I, I was gonna pass on him, but my thing after he got his little hamstring pull, whatever, and they kept him out for the last couple games. I said, nah. See, I, I don't know. See, I, I changed my whole thing. My see, whole thing was, I'm going in there. I'm getting Barkley. I'm going all in. Okay. And now I'm like, see, see, he got gonna hurt. Use him well, so he, much, he's so. a. He, see, he's a. He's. See, Jorge, is a, he's a fan. He's a Giants fan. He's, he's playing with his heart here. The thing is, is that you can't, you can't win your fantasy draft in the first round. 
but you can lose it. Yeah. Oh, of course. You not. can lose it. And with the number two pick, you have to understand something. Here was, here's where it gets tricky, Jorge. With the number two pick, you have 10 teams in your league. Is it a 10 team league? 12. 12. Okay, 12. Right. Which means the stakes are even higher for you. Because if you miss. Oh, yeah. If you miss, you're waiting almost two dozen picks before you pick again. So here's the problem. You don't have the luxury of taking Saquon Barkley and going with your heart. You have to go with the right move and take Todd Gurley. Wouldn't you be a little hesitant picking a rookie? No, that's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I'm making. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, regardless of injury, regardless of injury, regardless of anything, you have to play it by the book there, and you have to go safe. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to take Le'Veon, Gurley, David Johnson, any one of those three combinations at two— God bless you. Good, good. That's a great pick. No one's ever going to fault you. My bad. What I meant to say was I'm taking uh, Gurley. Good. Like, because of – I would have taken Barkley, but because of the injury, I kind of just shut it down. I was like, whoa. Yeah, listen. Like when, already an injury? Now, your friend trades you the seventh pick in the draft so he can pick towards the middle of the draft. So that way he's not waiting too long in between picks. That's why he did that. The, the, oh, yeah, he did, he did a smart move. Right. The, well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. If you, if you draft savvy enough, you can still be in good shape. And you and I are going to talk offline about this because it's going to take a long time for us to do this. But I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, – uh, I'm going to give you some, some players to key in on towards that later part of second, third round and maybe stack together back-to-back picks to, uh, to set you up with a nice three-headed monster so you would, you, you know, you'll have a, a very good chance of, of competing every single game going forward through the year. So don't, don't I, I got your back on that, brother. I we got gotta, we gotta, we gotta get up together real quick because uh, my draft is on Thursday night. Well, guess what, player? Guess what? I'm gonna talk to you Thursday night. Let me know. I'm gonna talk to you Thursday night. Right. How about that? How about, how about this? I'll call you. You know what, Jorge? I'll talk to you offline. I'll get you. I'll call. I'll call you. I'll call you Thursday afternoon, and I'll. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, all right? Just hit me up. Hit me up on the side. You know what's I got you, buddy. Hit no problem. All right, Jorge. I'll talk to you later, man. We got that bet locked in, too, man. So get ready to uh, start eating some crow, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. You be well, man. Good luck right, in the draft. Man. I'll talk to you. See you. Jorge Luis. All right. Be, be good. Yep. See, now that's how I do it, though, with these things. Like, again, people, they don't care about your team. That's the difference between this show and other shows. I care about your team. I care about your individual team. I, I care about the problems that you're having with your team. I will help you. I will, I will go over the thing with you. If, you want to make a, if you're lacking in a certain spot, I'll look at your entire league's roster. I'll say, okay, you know what? We're going to make a couple moves here. Mm-hmm. It's going to get a little crazy, but you know what? We could, try to, we could try to pilfer some stuff here and make this team better going forward. Sometimes I'll tell you, you'll say, who should I start? Who should I sit? And I go, well, it's not that simple. The guy you're playing is going to kill you regardless. Right. So forget about conventional. It's time to go outside the box here. It's time to start playing home run ball. All right? That's when you start playing guys like Zay Jones and all this stuff like that. You find those matchups, and you, 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 that, that's where guys are started playing. Marquise Goodwin came out of nowhere because he was hitting home runs for three weeks in a row. Right. He was putting up 30 fantasy points because he was scoring 60-yard touchdowns. But nobody knew who he was. Nobody cared because he was stuck in Buffalo. But he's a guy with a lot of speed, just like Zay Jones was, and he could hit a home run for you. And sometimes you got to risk it because, let's face it, if you stay conventional with the team you have, you're going to lose. Right. But that's the difference between me and everyone else is that I take the time to go into those things with you. I care. And every once in a while you get that hunch. 
somebody's going to have a big breakout game. Look, the thing with fantasy is, man, is like there's no, there's no experts. You can't be an expert in something you don't have control over. Right. I'm not throwing the ball. I'm not catching the ball. We're prognosticators, man. We try to get it right more than we get it wrong. We take as much as we can with the information we have in front of us, and we do the best we can with it. But the thing is, though, is that fantasy football is not just a, a year-long thing. It's based on a, a week-to-week basis. It's the same thing as a regular football game where you have to make adjustments. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. have to you Absolutely. have to you have to alter your team. It's so it's not you pick your well, you game plan to a point. You pick your like squad, you're going to a draft, you pick your team you go to war with, and then you have to you have to adjust. You have to start some guys, you gotta sit some guys, sometimes you gotta cut a few guys, sometimes you gotta make a trade. It goes on a week to week thing, man. You can't just look at this and go, Well, you just set it and forget it for the whole year. It's not a Ron Poo Peel freaking grill, man. All right. Rotisserie? No, it's not a Ron Poo Peel rotisserie. Now before that, before uh, Luis and I got into that little little bet over there. Does Tony still have his, by the way? The Ron Popeil rotisserie. Yeah. Go, absolutely, he does. Nice. Absolutely. In fact, you know what? I think I got this, uh, this welcome thing to, uh, I got a welcome gift card to BJ's. Not for BJ, but a, but a welcome thing for BJ's okay. uh, when I moved down to South Philly. He gave me a free three month membership. That's, that's still illegal, I think, in this state. Yeah, but it's the oldest profession, so there's ways around it. That's bullshit. My thing is, is that, so they gave, us, they gave me this thing where, you know, you go and buy bulk. I'm thinking about going buy some nice prime rib for my boy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, he's, he's, he let me sack up with him for a month, so I, so I find my place. I'm, I'm going to look at a few properties. Nice. And um, I think the best thing I did, you know, t- Tony's a man of uh, fine taste. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I bought a few bottles of wine. And they're uh, gone? No. <laughs> I, I bought a few bottles of wine through this, uh, this, this friend of mine who runs an, uh, an, uh, an online auction, wine auction kind of thing, high-end stuff. Okay. Bought a couple bottles of 79 for someone who was born in 79, but mm-hmm. I no longer have a use for those bottles to give them to this person anymore. So I can't let it go to waste. You know? Um, listen, man, a couple, two, yeah, two 1979 Chateau Rothschilds. This is just not easy to come by. You know what I'm saying, brother? So I think I'm going to pop those things open, get a nice little prime rib, Tony and Robin, do it right. But we're going to, when I say fancy, we pop it in the Ron Pope Peel grill, <laughs> all right? And we set it and forget it. That's how you and then we eat it six hours from then when it's, a per- nice. when it's, when it's just like you, just perfectly pink. You know what I mean? It's all we want in life is a hot pick center. That's all I want. Uh, that's you know what I'm saying? Much, yeah. Now, Joe Jenk is checking in. Joe Buck yourself, one <laughs> of the team names, he's checking in. Um, he's thinking, as Jason Nemroff says, who is my defensive pick? I can't give you that. I can't do that right now, Jason Nemroff. I can't give you my defensive pick for the year. I will do that during uh, the 5.30 hour of the Funk of Fantasy podcast next week, Saturday. September 1st, as we do with the lead-in show, as I give you my top, I'm going to be giving you my top 10 in each position. I'm going to give you my Mount Rushmore of guys I wouldn't touch with anything you paid me this year in fantasy. I'm going to give you the guys to avoid. And this isn't like the low name. I'm talking about main name guys that I'm telling you to stay away from this year. Nice. It's going to be hard to do it, but you're going to do it. And I'm going to be giving out my top defenses and all those things like that. So just stay tuned, Jason. Just hold on to your nickus. And if uh, you need my help offline, you go ahead, you hit me up. You know exactly what to do and how to get a hold of me. And uh, we got one more phone call heading up. I don't know if Charlie's going to make it on the phone, but there's one man we do have to bring up. But before I do that, though, I'm going to go over some of these odds, Joe, for the Super Bowl. Okay. Now, I mentioned that the Chargers were 16-1. to 1. The Patriots are favored at 6-1. to 1. The Los Angeles Rams at 10-1, to 1, followed by the Eagles and Steelers and Vikings, all 10-1. to 1. So the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. return Super Bowl champions are a 10-1 to 1 favorite. They're the, the second they're tied, they're, there's four teams tied for the second betting favorite behind the New England Patriots at 10-1. to 1. Pardon me. And you got the Packers 12 to 1, my Saints at 14 to 1. Okay. So I'm looking at 14 to 1 for the Saints, 16 to 1 for the Jaguars, Falcons, and Chargers. And Packers, you said, are 12? Packers are 12. Mm. And then it's like, you know, you got some middle of the road teams, 
Browns are 80 to 1. The Buccaneers, 200 to 1. Dolphins, 100 to 1. Jets, 100 to 1. The Broncos, 40 to 1. The, now, the Browns are 80. Now Jorge, now, Jorge made that bet. The Giants are 30 to 1. Okay. Chargers are 16 to 1. I got a 2 to 1 odds favor here. Yeah. That uh, this guy's going to be eating some crow, and I'm eating some phenomenal food from Moonshine, uh, courtesy of Jorge. So, I'm just saying. Um, if there was a team, though, if there was a team out here, Joe, that you had to put some money down yourself, 100 bucks, 100 bucks of your own money. Of my own money? Of your own money. Okay. Give me 100 bucks on a team that you would bet that you know it was 100 bucks you couldn't afford to lose, but you were going to bet it. And then give me 100 bucks that if you had to lose, who would you throw it on? Because for me, if I'm taking 100 bucks of my hard earned money and I'm putting it on a team that I think is going to win a Super Bowl, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to put it on the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Okay. If I'm betting with my heart, obviously I'm going with the Eagles. Right. Okay. But if I had to take 100 bucks and put it on a team to. Win the Super Bowl was 100 bucks. I didn't care about. You ready for this? Yeah. At 100 to 1. At 100 to 1. I'm putting it on the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> because I think they're going to win the division. Okay. Which means they're going to be in the playoffs. And... Yeah, but- I'm just saying, it's 100 bucks I wouldn't care about. 100 to 1. What the hell, right? 100 to 1. Win 10 grand. I would do it. What about you, Joe? I would. Uh, I think the the Patriots are really going to be. They got a chip on their shoulder this year. Okay, so you think they're going to be the best bet to go back? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then if you had a hundred bucks to waste, hundred bucks of your money. Yep. I'd go with the uh, the Rams. The Rams. All right. Okay. I'm cool with that. Now I'm looking for some paperwork here because I, it's time to do the give them a win, give them a loss dog. And we're actually going to bring this person on the phone with us. To do it. Joe, you have a pen over there. I left it for you. Yes, I see. I have a pen for myself. Somewhere around this park. I think there that's it is. The, I think that's the pen you left. Now you gotta do double duty because uh, we're gonna bring on the line right now. We missed him the past couple weeks, but uh, we're gonna bring Jose from Norristown on. Jose, what up, buddy? What up, Luigi's? What up, Rufianos? <laughs> what up, baseball princess? What up, Quills, Chips, and what up, Jacks? <laughs> What up, Jose? What up, Jose? Now, Jose, now you're calling in. You're calling in. You're, you're calling in. It's, it's, it's hot as hell out there. All right? We all know this. It feels like 110. I know. It does. The real feel is like a buck 10 out there. Now, we're just getting ready to wrap this thing up. Before we do so, though, Jose, we got to do to give him a win dog, give him a lost dog, all right, for the Eagles okay. schedule. Now, we're going to have you make your picks, too. I didn't know you were calling in tonight, so you're going to make your – we're going to have the Jose bracket, too, okay? Right, we got the Jose so, Jose, you're going to go down the schedule with us, and you're going to tell me Eagles win or loss. Cool. All right. Who's, who's in attendance tonight at the uh, – Tonight, it's a quiet night here at Moonshine Night. The kids are back at school. They're all at the Phillies game. They're all at the Phillies game. Uh, Joe Quill's in the house. He's hanging out. But it's a quiet night here at Moonshine. What up, Quill's? He says, oh, yeah, what? the baseball queen is down watching Nola Scherzer, too. That's right. Yep. That's right. Now, Jose, let's get, down to yes, the bus- let's get down to the business, all right? I want to start going down the schedule because we've got to get to wrap this thing up soon. Philadelphia yes, Eagles, Thursday, September 6th. Banner dropping on the link, Jose. The Philadelphia Eagles are at home against the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Bird Versus the clean birds. 
Eagles. You mean the Superbirds. That's right. Eagles, <laughs> Falcons, game one. Who's winning it? Down tonight. Chalk it up for the champs. They'll win. They'll be super amped up with this game. Uh, so I'll give the birds W in the opening. What's that? You're giving the birds, birds a W. Chalk it up in the win column, yo. All right. Now, I just got done saying how bad Matty Ice stinks. All right? I just got mm-hmm. done saying yeah. how bad, um, you know, the Falcons are going to be, they aren't going to live up to the hype, right? I just got done mm-hmm. saying how they basically are just going to tear the Georgia Dome down after they're done with it because they suck. Uh, that's leading me saying yeah, that. They got the Mercedes-Benz up at their new stadium. That's right. Now, you, you would think me leading up to that is going to say that the Eagles are going to lose the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. They're not going to lose. No. They're going to win opening night. They're going to win opening no, night. night. Well, that would be nice because I'm going to that game. You and are? I, and I am not feeling good about that game at all. Well, guess what? I got tickets to it, too. I know. I saw that. Yeah, That's how cool. about that? But I'm going to sell them. Are you? Yeah. I can't afford that shit. I want to go. I got to go to Xfinity Live. Oh, while you're down, while you're down there saying, find me a tailgate. Al Michaels saying Cottonsworth. Yeah, exactly. And Michelle Tafoyas. <laughs> what up, Michelle Tafoyas? Now, so we got yep. the Eagles at 1-0, right? Jose, you got them at 1-0? You got Jose's picks? Yep. Yeah, I got okay. them right here. Jose, Sunday, yeah. September 16th what? against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jose, at Tampa Bay. The Philadelphia Eagles will be visiting Mons, Venus, was... and the Pirate Ship. <laughs> Ryan... Ryan is Jameis, yo. Ryan is Jameis, enter Ryan Fitzpatrick, the war hero beard in effect. Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jose, give him a win, give him a loss. What says you? I ch- I'll talk it up as a 2-0 venture out of Tampa. So. I'm with you, Jose. 2-0, Eagles. Joe Rafino, what says you, buddy? I got a win on that one, but I got a loss against Atlanta opening night. You got a loss against Atlanta opening night? Yes. Okay. Now, week three. Oh, they're at 500. Week okay. three. Sunday, September 23rd, Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck and the boys come into the link. Eagles coming back from Tampa. One o'clock start, Jose. This is when I predict Carson Wentz will be back under center, by the way. White jerseys yep. that day, too. It'll be white summer. jerseys, It'll correct. Be white jerseys. But there'll be a whole bunch of bullshit on social media about complaining about the jerseys anyway. Oh, yes. Anyway, Jose, Indianapolis Colts, give them a win, give them a loss. Wentz will be under center from what people are, from what Rufiano says. Um, so basically, if Wentz is under center, Talk it up. Send the Colts packing back to Indiana. 3-0. Uh, All right. I'm with you, Jose. I agree. 3-0. I'm with you. You with, you with me? I'm with you. I'm with you. Now. I'm with you, Rufiano. <laughs> now, Jose, we head into week <gasps> Sunday, September 30th at Tennessee. How many times we throw the football around? <gasps> now, at, tennis, at Tennessee, Jose, they'll be in Nashville. I was in Nashville. Nash- okay. Nashville. The Bachelorette. Capital of the of the world, like I said, no one of the national predators named their their arena Smashville because it's nothing but white girl wasted all over the freaking place down there. The the, the Phil- Stone Arena, yo. That's right. Marcus Mariota and the boys hosting Phil- the Philadelphia Eagles. Who wins the game, Jose? Uh, I'm gonna be honest right here in this one. Um, it's gonna be a tough, tough, tough game here. It's gonna be a tough game here. Um, you're in Nashville. Titans were coming off their playoff uh, appearance last year, sending Big Red home. 
get it home. That's right. Um, so, uh, um, so uh, I'm gonna be real here. I think this this is the game that I think they'll drop a one in this game. Or right. many this year. Jose says, "Give him a loss, dog." I'm gonna be on the other side of the coin, Jose. I'm saying that the Eagles win a tough game on the road at Nashville, and the Eagles are gonna move the four now. Four now. What record? Four. That is a record for the amount of times I had, I had four in this freaking in, in, on, on this show. All right. Now, Joe, what about you, Joe? I got a win on that one. So you got the three. You got him at three and one, right, Joe? Three and one. Yep. Okay. Now we're going to week five, Jose. Sunday, October seventh, versus the Minnesota Vikings at That's home. The day before my birthday. It's the day before your birthday. Happy early as hell birthday. Yep. I turned. Yep. What up, cousins? <laughs> What up, Felice? Now, yep. Felice Complianos. Now, the Minnesota Vikings coming back here after getting absolutely boat raced in the NFC Championship game last year. Coming back. 38 to 7. That's right, Jose. We never forget. What's it going to be, Jose? Win or loss? Uh, We'll do the same thing we did this time last year, uh, but it's going to be closer. So, um, Talk it up for the birds. Send, send, send them right back to U.S. Bank Arena. All right. Now, this is where I give the Eagles the first. In my this is where I give the Eagles the first loss of the year. Eagles will lose this game Uh-oh. to Minnesota. They lose back, here? Yes, they lose here. They lose to Minnesota at home. Joe right. Rafino, you got a revenge game factor. Yep. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I just, I just think the defense will come back in. They'll be ready to play. It'll be a close game. Won't be any like, kind of boat race game like it was last time. Uh, I think the Eagles lose a close one. I think the Eagles are healthy by then. Uh, I think they win that game. Okay. Now, moving on. 4-1, huh? October, yes. Where's Rufiano's one ball? He's got him at 4-1. and one. We, yep. we all got him 4-1 and one right now. Now we're heading up to... Uh, oh, we got, oh, I got him 4-1. Now we're heading up to MetLife Stadium. The That's right. We're heading up to, to MetLife over there. New York Giants, 8-20 p.m., Thursday. Thursday night football at New York. Fucking Aikman and... Uh, Fuck Aikman and uh, did you say fuck? Hi, I'm Aaron Andrews. Did you say fuck? And, uh, did you say some fuck other Aikman? Person down there. I could have swear he said fuck Aikman. Oh, Buck Aikman. Yeah. Buck Aikman. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just thinking what I. My fuck thoughts. Aikman. Buck. Buck Aikman and the uh, blonde. The blonde bomb. So you don't want to get sued for thirty million three hundred million dollars. Well, don't go peeping at her, Jose. You'll be all right. Hey, listen. You leave Jose and his peepholes out of this. Now, uh, no. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not losing no money over. Some stupid peephole in the hotel room, yo. That's right, Jose. I'm not worth three hundred million dollars. I believe him, yo. I'm gonna go. I don't uh, know why, but I do. All right, I'm gonna go uh, W at the Meadowlands. Me too, brother. Yo. I'm with you, Jose. Five and one. Eagles go five and one. How about you, Joe? Absolutely. All right. Now. Now the Eagles are coming back home to face the Carolina Panther. There you go. All right. One o'clock start Sunday, October twenty-first. Five and one, coming off a road win against the against the Giants. Jose, Carolina Panthers, Eagles win or loss? Well, it's it, it, only right I say, Cam Newton. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, sorry, boss, but you gotta go back to Carolina, Cam. Um, Eagles win this one. All right, Jose. Carolina's not a good road team historically. Right. Jose, you and I are on the same boat. I mean, I got them six and one now. Eagles out of the gate six and one. Joe Rafino. I think they're clicking very strong two weeks before the bye week. They win that game. Nice. All right, here you go. Six and one. 
Sunday, October 28th, getting close to Halloween time. All right, week before the bye week, they had the Jacksonville, second time in Florida in two months, play the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, correction. We go to Wembley, yo. That's right, we're in Wembley. 9.30 in the morning start. I'm sorry. That's That's early wake-up, yo. You're right. Wimbledon time. You're right, you're right, Jose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is that is. I just looked at my, I just looked at it. It's a 9.30 a.m. game. That's the one that's in Wembley Stadium. It's in London. Jacksonville Jaguars, Philadelphia Eagles, but we are technically the home team on the on the roster. Yeah, on, on the, on the, it makes no sense. Jackson, so right, Jacksonville is going to be team, Lincoln sorry. Financial Wembley Stadium for one day. That's right, Lincoln Financial Wembley Stadium. I know a ton of people going out there too. I, I so do I. It's I'm not going. Going to be loud. <laughs> yeah, you going, Jose? I said I'm not. Oh, okay. No, no, Jose. Bad not. enough. I have to work. Bad enough, I have to wake up at 7.30 for 9.30. Could you imagine, could you, could you ima- could you imagine Jose, in, 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 in freaking London? Like, what up, Big Ben's? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be, it'd be horrible. What up, what up, Crimpets? Exactly. What up, Soccer Hooligans? Now, no, what up, Buckingham House? Yeah. <laughs> so, now, Jose, Jacksonville, win or loss? Since this is the first time ever that the Super Bowl champions has played a regular season and game abroad at Lincoln Financial Wembley Stadium in London. Uh, we got Fournette, and they stink. They bad Blake Bortles, um, and a good Jacksonville defense. I think we're going to slug it out across the pond. But at the end of the day in London, early afternoon here, we fly out of London with the dub. All right. Jose's got, Jose's got Jose's got him from Or as they say in London, Cheerio, we win, yo. <laughs> 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 what oh, up, that's Cheerios? Great. That's great. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the fact that Carson Wentz looks like Prince Harry, and they're going to lose this game. I'm, you know what I was thinking about? They lose up they're going to lose. They're going to lose because they're getting into the bye week. I think they're going to lose. Isn't J.H.I. going home? Yeah, he is going home. So he's going to yeah, be. That's, he'll that's be homecoming. That doesn't yeah. matter. That doesn't matter. You don't I'm not so? sold on J.H.I.A. No. I'm not a big J.H.I.A. guy. I'm not. I think they're gonna. I think they lose. So I got him going six and two, Jose. I mean, Jose's got him winning. So you got him going seven and one, Joe Rufino. I wasn't feeling good about this game anyway. So you're gonna take him a lost dog? Yeah, six think, and two. I think so. That's after. Listen, Jose. I, I had him. I had him a little four and zero oh start, and then going to six and one. Now six and two. That's not a bad record. Now we're going to bye week. Come back Sunday, November 11th, at home. Against Veterans the Dallas Day, Cowboys. That's right, Veterans Day, Jose. Sunday night game. Sunday night game, 8.20 p.m. Dallas coming to Let's town. Welcome back. What up, Al Michaels and Chris and Michelle Tafoyas? We're going to be walking them back a lot this season. Jose, what says you? <laughs> Cowboys first game. What do you think? We'll send Dak and Ezekiel and Tyson Smith on the way back to Texas. They win this one. I agree with you, Jose. Win dog. I agree with you. Coming back off the bye week, Eagles right the ship, 7-2. and two. Joe Rufino? Absolutely. All right. Sunday, next week 11 now, November 18th, at New Orleans. Funny little thing about this game. Green jerseys. I'll be at this game. We're in green. I'm going to this game. Yeah. To New Orleans. What up? My first time. What up, Big Easy? My first time in the. What up, Bourbon Street? Listen, the the person I'm going with is not easy. I had to pay for it. Take it easy, man. Listen. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Jose. But it's going to be a little birthday present kind nice. of a thing. So I'm going to go to New Orleans for the first time. And what better way to go see New Orleans than actually go see my Eagles play down there. And your Super Bowl. And lose to the New Orleans Saints 
on the road. I'm giving him a loss, Jose. What do you? What do you? What says you? I agree with you. I think the fast track is going to be a a factor in, inside the dome. Uh, I think yeah, speak- too much French Quarter and too much Bourbon Street for the for this team that day. Chase win. They go home with the loss in my one loss record. Speaking of track, I think your ceiling fans off the track, Jose. That thing's like tick 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 in the bathroom, man. I mean the back in the background. You got to get a screwdriver and tighten the screws, pal. It's a fan out there. I know it. I know exactly what it is. There's a fan in my room. I know there's a fan. There's a, there's, a, there's a fan here, Jose. There's fans everywhere. And even on Facebook, Randy, they're chiming in. They're happy to hear from you, Jose. Now, Rafino, what about you? Tell Facebook Live what up, yo. I always do. Uh, but, right, cool. Yeah, I think that monster that they got down there with uh, Kamara and um, Ingram might be an issue. Uh, I think it's going to be a loss. So you give him a loss, too. So, all right, so, we're, we're, all right, so we agree here across the board. Now, then we come back from the dirt. We come back from, from, uh, from New Orleans. Sunday, November 25th, 1 o'clock, we host the New York Giants. I know it's hard to do this, and it hasn't been done since the Andy Reid era where you sweep the division. It's hard to sweep a division opponent. I think the Eagles sweep the Giants. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Giants. Yeah. Coming back off a loss against the New Orleans, they write the ship and move the 9-2. and two. What about you, Jose? They sweep the Giants. They win. Beautiful. Send them back to the Meadowlands, yo. I got them sweeping the division here. So next week, Joe, what about you? No, absolutely. No, I think you're right with the division. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. The following week, Monday, December 3rd, they host the Redskins back-to-back home games. This game is Monday Night Football, 8.15 p.m. on ESPN. I'm going Prime to that. time, baby. Going to that game. You're going to that game? Yeah, Where'd you get, where did you get all the money for these tickets? Uh, most of them are free, but this one I actually bought. I How'd bought- you get free tickets? You've been uh, sucking dick on the side again, haven't you? I know, hey, I know I'm, it. I'm going to the games. How are you getting there? Uh, freebies through work. Oh, through work? Yeah. Nice. And then uh, a friend. A friend I want to meet him. Let me, let me know. Me I want to meet him. I want to meet him. And this one I did, I did purchase. I, I want to meet him. Bring him to the show. Classic Bring him to the show. I want to meet him. I'm taking my son for the first. His first oh, regular look. season football game is going to be a Monday night game. Oh, gonna, man. Are you going good, fellas? No. Oh, okay. Oh. You take a Michael J. Fox to a Monday night game? Yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm going to bring a little rattler. That's so not he can, good. He can shake him. That's good. That's good. What <laughs> up, Alex B. Keaton? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jose. All right, so I got, him, I got, the, Reds, I got the Eagles be, beating the Redskins, moving to 10 and 2. What about you, buddy? They win. What up, Capitol Building? What up, Lincoln Memorial? Sorry, White House. We're going to have to skip that part of the tour. We win, yo. They right, go you. home. Beautiful, man. So, Joe Rafino, you got him a win there? Yes. All right, Sunday, December 9th, at Dallas, 425 start. Ooh. We win, the, we win that game. We what, the up, Buck, what up, Buck Aikman and... Hi, I'm Aaron Andrews. Again. Okay. Um, it's a dead ringer, Jose. That's a win. Uh, I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, they sweep the Cowboys also. They leave Dallas with the dub. That's, so, that's a win for me, Jose. Chalk it up. So I'm going, I got him now, what is that, uh, 11 and 2, right? I don't know what my win loss is. <laughs> Probably the same as mine, Jose. Joe, you there? Uh, Dallas? Cool. Are you going same with that? Yeah, yeah, they're winning the division. I'm here. They sweep the division. Okay. Now, let's move on to week 15 at Los Angeles, the Rams. Another Sunday night game. Ooh. Heading out west. Two what games. Up? What up, Al? This is what back- up, Chris? This what is- up? I'm Michelle Tapoy. What up, LA Coliseum? <laughs> this is back-to-back road games now. Jose is in fine top form right now. 
This is a back-to-back road games for the Eagles. But by this point, after beating the Cowboys, I think the division is locked up. I think the Eagles go out to L.A. and they lose this game on prime time. So I'm going to go ahead and give them a loss, dog. I think Wentz has a flashback. I move them to 11-3. and three. What about you, Jose? Eagles win that game or not? I think we walk out with the loss. All right, so you give them a loss. Yeah. All right. Joe Rafino? Yeah, I think Wentz, Wentz has some issues that game, and they lose. Okay. It's, it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of Sue action, a lot of Aaron Donald and Marcus Peters, and our little our old buddy who got burned last year at this very same stadium in the Lincoln, a Khalid Talib. Now we have we're going to move on to Sunday, December twenty third, Christmas Eve Eve oh Eve, uh, versus the Houston Texans. They're home. What up, Santa? <laughs> what up, Stonewalls? Um, I'm taking this. I, I, I know. That, I, listen, I know it's going to be cold, and it's the, the, the road team. It's coming here. Houston's a dome team. Stuff like that. But I'm, I'm having the Eagles lose this game. I'm taking the Eagles to lose this game. They're going to lose back-to-back games for the first time all season. Uh, it's going to be a wake-up moment for the Eagles getting ready to go into the playoffs. I'm taking, them, I'm taking the Eagles at 11-3. and three. They will move to 11-4, and four, Jose. They will lose to the Houston Texans. And the reason why is because that 11 game – 4 Oh, uh, okay. But the reason why is because that game is going to matter much more to Houston, I believe, by that time of the season than it will to the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Rafino? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a loss. Jose's giving a loss too. Joe, what do you think? I think it's gonna they're still gonna be in the thick of things for the division. Okay. Uh, not for the division, but for, for playoff uh, seating. Yeah, for for first for home the, field uh, one two seat. Yeah, in home field. Um, I got them winning. Okay. I got them, you know, finishing Ooh. out with Ws. Well, and then we get into Sunday, December 30th, and uh, that's at the Redskins. They'll win that game. Final tune-up before the playoffs, finishing the Eagles' season at 12-4. and four. That's where I'm at, too. Joe Rafino's also 12-4. and four. Jose, what about you? Last game of the season at the Redskins. What up, Capitol Building, and what up, Washington Monuments, and uh, sweatsuits and, and uh, hoodies. Uh, I'm going to go win, and we get the second seed. In the NFC. Is Jose got a 12 and 4 record too? Yes, he does. All right, so all three of us here have come up with a 12 and 4 record, which means flip it, and the Eagles will go 4 and 12 this season because the meaning of the minds between Jose, Joe Rafino, and myself have them all at 12 and 4. Jose, I don't know if that's just a, a crazy coincidence, a good job out of us, or just a complete and total freaking outrage. I have no idea. So we did a lot of Aaron Andrews and a lot of the Shelter Foyers this season. That's right, we do, Jose. That's <laughs> right, we do. Now listen. I like more Susie Culver's. Yep. Jose, listen, I missed you last week, but we got the big funk and fantasy fantasy showdown happening. Well, spect- the, the showcase is happening on Saturday, September 1st, here at Moonshine. Are you going to be checking in for the big show? Like calling in, yes. All right, cool. Because we're going to have Bruno's will be on, 5.30. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to be going to 8 o'clock. No Miss Robbins. Miss Robbins will be in the house. She'll be here. So we'll get you oh, on. We, we need our actress. We need our actor. Well, Oscar winning Well, actress. we're not going to be doing any acting except for the, uh, you know, <laughs> basically what we're doing on air right now. Uh, <laughs> acting like radio. Football cheerleaders. That's right. Jose, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your fantasy picks, too, while we're on the air. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you your advice and stuff like that, too, and what you feel. All right? Cool. All right, Jose. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Oh, by the way. What up, Jose? When you go home, watch the ending of the sequel of Nola Scherzer 2. 
of what the sequel of Nola Scherzer too. Why? What's going I'm watching on? Watching it now, right now. Pretty solid. Their pitchers do again. They're Mark, doing it again. Mark Millsaps comes in. Ninety degree temperatures. Hold on. Mark Millsaps checks in now and says we're all homers. He just called me a freaking chip. He just called me Skip Bayless a half hour ago, and now he calls me homer. Like, I'm going twelve and four. Like, I told you, I'm stuck. Super Bowl champs, twelve and four. It's not. A bit, I don't. Think I think that's good. I mean, man. listen, you got a, you got a team. Let's be realistic here. What, right? what game were they supposed to lose? Let's be realistic. The team is coming back better. Yes. Okay. That defensive line is, like I said, the deepest in football. The defense got better. The well, offense, you took, t- you took, t- uh, what you call it? You took, um, they got gaps. They filled gaps. What's that? They got gaps like they, Rocky. Yeah. They filled them. And they filled gaps. You know, Mike Wallace, upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Ertz is, again, upgrade. Well, he's not an upgrade. It's the fact that, l- listen, we'll, we'll, he's, he's a dominant tight end in this league. Okay. And he hasn't missed a beat. He didn't miss a beat mm-hmm. with Wentz to, to Foles. So that goes to show you right there. You know what I mean? I think the running back, you, you found Corey Clement later in the season. Now you have him towards the entire yeah. part of the season. You have for the, for the entire thing. Jay Ajayi, again, another run. Of, you know, LeGarrette Blunt is gone, but Darren Sproles is back. Now you get that little nice little wrinkle back in the, uh, in, in the fold. Jason Peters, he's now coming back full strength. Your offensive line is back. I mean, the secondary is going to be better than it was last year. Wallace is better than Torrey Smith. That's what I mean. I mean Mike Wallace upgrades Torrey Smith gosh. completely. How it's many just, drops he had last year? The team is going to be better. They're going to be better than a, you know, than a... And you got Bennett on I don't the know line? if they'll be better per se... Doug McGregor says, did Luigi pick the Saints to win Super Bowl? I did. I did. I picked, I picked the New Orleans Saints to win Super Bowl 53. Jose, is that too crazy of, of, of a thought, or do you think that's actually a, a reasonable prognostication? I don't mind the prognostication. I don't mind that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the Phillies have just gone yard. Again? Two-run shot. We'll check back, sir. The double got one earlier. That's a blink again. Two-run shot. Hip, hip, Jorge Alfaro. Hip, hip, hooray. With his ninth home run of the season, and the Phillies are up on the Nationals. Tree nothing. Yeah. Oh, he blinked twice. Yeah, he he right. just missed hitting one in his last at bat, too. He fouled one straight back. He was dead on. on uh, well, Jose, uh, listen. It looks, it looks like Scherzer like blinked twice. He's at 86. He's That's at 86 right. pitches so far in the fifth inning, man. All right. Well, listen, Jose. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you on Saturday, man. You have a good night. It was good to hear from you. And, uh Looking forward to getting down to some football action, yo. Yes, we are, and so is college football also. Damn right, Jose. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, man. We, 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 all, we all came out with 12 and 4. Yeah, with different games, too. We all came out with 12 and 4. No, and listen, it's, it's, it's not unrealistic for this team to take a step backwards, but it's also... You know, you'd be crazy not to think that they're not going to be at least as good as they were last year. Right. You know, record wise. I mean, 12 and 4. I mean, they're supposed to be 12. They should be 12 and 4. They're defending Super Bowl champs. I don't think they're going to have a hangover. It all depends on Wentz. Like, can he, is he, look, 80% of Wentz is better than 100% of some guys that are starting right now. True. Is, it still remains to be seen is he a Super Bowl champion quarterback? Plus, he's motivated even more now he is. than he was last year. He is. So I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be. I, I, listen, I don't know if, if he can do all this. I don't know if he can overcome the injury and, and be lights-out stellar MVP right away. We don't know that because we haven't seen right. it happen yet, Joe. And, again, this team last year overcame adversity, adversity, adversity over and over and over again. Yeah, it was he, next man up, next man up. They caught light in the bottle seven times last year. You don't do the that. The whole team is healthy right now, right. except for Alshon Jeffrey's going to miss two games. The first two games of the season against Atlanta and Tampa Bay, I think you can get away without having Alshon out there. Okay. I think they'll be okay. I think they struggled that first week just for the fact that not everybody's been back. Against Atlanta? Yeah, I think they struggled. 
Okay. And I would, I mean, obviously, I would love if they win that game, but well, I could, I could see it. You know. Okay. Well, listen, that's why these, these are these, these are uh, you know, project, you know, prognostications that are sure to go wrong. You know, I made some bold statements earlier, and I'm going to get probably destroyed for them later. But you know what? I got the guts to go out there and make that's them right. on a national, on a national, uh, on a national stage. So I want to talk about this too, and I hate to, sh- to switch gears for a right. moment before I shut the show, show down. I have to talk now. I said something last week how. I've been kind of timid. You know, I toned it down a little bit lately. Yeah, it was during my call, right? I got you a little agitated. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Now, I'm starting to feel the juices <laughs> flowing back from my <laughs> loins a little bit now. And there's going to be some things that I, that I, I see uh, through the course of the day that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound off on a, bit, a little bit. And uh, little this, bit. This, this came today. Uh, so I don't know if, if you haven't been on social media or not. I, I don't know how you have not seen this, but the, uh, yeah, the nine-year-old... Uh, child who comes out to being gay, comes out as being gay, uh, commits suicide over being bullied. His classmates were, were bullying him. So, you know, this is a, a child, he was, in, um, he was in Colorado, he was nine years old. Uh, they didn't release the cause of death, like how he actually did it, right. being that he was a minor and things like that. Uh, but his mother, Leah Peace, uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> Leah Peace of Denver uh, told the news there that she found her son, uh, Jamel Miles, dead in her home on Thursday, months after her son told her he was gay over the summer. They were basically driving the car. He turned around, you know, he said, well, she turned around. He said to her that, Mom, I'm gay. At nine years old, this child understood that he just wasn't Something, not that he was different, he just didn't feel the way that normal boys felt. Mm-hmm. He wanted to, he felt like he wanted to, like, he asked his mother to not buy him boys' clothes, to buy him girls' clothes. He wanted to start wearing those kind of things. As any mother or any parent should do, they support him, of course. You know, I just want you to be happy. I love you the same. You know what I mean? No problem. Um, so on Thursday, four fucking days into the school year, this kid was harassed enough by his classmates by being told to just go ahead and kill yourself. Just kill yourself after coming out as being gay. Was bullied and harassed and picked on for four days in school until the kid finally went home and took his own life. Now, bullying's been around since the dawn of time, Joe, right? Absolutely. Clicks and all this other stuff and mean girls and mean guys and there's always jerk-offs and there's always going to be bullies. And it's gotten worse now with the, the, the social media aspect because it's not like before where if you picked on me and something embarrassing happened, it just kind of got passed around school and then it just died out. Mm-hmm. Now things are on the internet and people are talking and it's, it lives forever. Or you fight it out. Or you, you, know, right, you or see you it f- in person. Well, here's you know, the, now, here's the, re- now here's, the re- here's the thing. This is where it gets interesting. All these people, these, these kids, these bullies, it's not really their fault. Now, as parents, we have to do a better job of talking to our kids, teaching our kids, disciplining our kids. Maybe not giving kids Snapchat at nine years old. Yeah. Maybe not giving them access to social media at nine years old. <clears throat> Letting your kids actually be kids. Go play in the dirt, go roll around. That doesn't mean they're not going to stop picking on kids. Right. 
Not gonna, this doesn't mean you're not going to make fun of kids. My mom, dad told me, hey, you want to make a joke, make a joke. But you don't pick on anyone. You don't bully anyone. You don't go out there and you don't gang up on someone when other people are making fun of them. Right. You stop them from doing that. These people, these kids, for four days antagonized this child until the child killed himself. Now, it's happening also all over the world as far as, human, like, as far as adults go. It's not just kids. It's adults. Kids, kids are just a, a, a part of it. The, adults are doing this now. And you see it run rampant on social media where you have cliques and you have these groups and these, these, you know, these, these mean girls and these dickhead guys who just take something and just run with it. And they pick on someone and they just attack and attack and attack and attack and they belittle these people and they do, they're doing more mental damage to some of these people than they know. You don't know if this person's sick. You don't know if they're suffering from depression. You don't know if they're on the edge. You don't know anything. All you think you're doing is you're being funny running with the in crowd and you're hurting people. And you want to know why you're hurting people? Because you're a fucking coward. And you don't have the guts to look yourself in the mirror and fix what's wrong with you, point the finger at yourself, take accountability for your own shortcomings in life, that you got to take it out on other people with other people. These are the same people that if they saw you face-to-face one-on-one would not say two words to you. They'd open the door for you and say... You're welcome. Say thank you. They'd be polite to you. They would never do this, confront you in person without everyone else around to see it or to back them up because they don't have enough intestinal fortitude to stand up for themselves because they are a gang mentality and they're weak. They are the weakest freaking people on this planet. And if anything, I wish those are the people that killed themselves. I wish those were the people that took their freaking selves all together, like George Carlin said, everyone in the fucking pit and just yeah. jump the hell off, all right? Everyone in the pyramid because you are the problem. You are the sheep. You are the weak. You are the ones that need to go get help. You are the problem with society. It's not these people that are out there that come out about being gay, about being depressed, about being hurt, about being heartbroken, about being beat up, about being scorned, about anything. It's the people that, like you, that gang up on them and make fun of them and belittle them because they're different, because they're hurt, because they're in a weak part of their life, because they need help, because they need guidance. It's you. You're the problem. You're the freaking problem, and you're the ones who need to get help, and you're the reason why nothing will ever change until you turn around and look at yourself and stop the shit that you're doing. That's the fucking problem, and that's the only way it's ever going to end, Joe. Yeah, yeah, man. That's the only way it's ever going to end. And these people that go ahead and, pe- and just gang up on people and do all this stuff, I'm telling you this right now. When I see it, I'm jumping the fuck in. And I'm not doing it through a keyboard. I'm not doing it through a phone call. I'm showing up. I'm showing up. You want to sit there? You want to go on people? You want to hurt people? You want to belittle people? You're going to have to deal with someone face-to-face because you don't have the courage to do it by yourself. Right. You don't have the courage to do it not behind a hashtag or behind a, or behind a freaking screen name or behind an Abby or behind the fact you got 50 people behind you just picking on other people. When you have someone who goes ahead and rapes, kills someone, does something harmful to children, all those things like that, you want to call them an asshole, you do all this. They show those people deserve it. Absolutely, man. They're pieces of shit. You have a nine-year-old kid who goes into school and just says, I'm different. Yeah. Because I'm not like you. I'm, you know, I, I think I, I want to dress like a girl. I, 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 I am, I'm gay. At nine years old, realizes the fact that he's gay. Whether people will say, that's too young, or that's this, or that's that. How does he know? How does this know? doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I mean, doesn't matter. It got drugged to suicide. Because of the fact that he was scorned for four freaking days. And it happens 
every day on social media. It happens every day in schools. It happens every day at work. It happens everywhere, and it needs to stop. You see people bullying on people, picking on people, just tell them flat out. Seriously, would you say this to them face-to-face without an audience? Would you stand up to this person when they came to you and talked to them human-to-human, face-to-face? If you didn't have to sit there and worry about a reputation or looking cool or getting likes or getting retweets or getting uh, any kind of comments going or just getting more of a following, you know what, man? Get a life. Get a life, and then go get help. Call someone, because you got a lot of freaking work to do on the inside of you, man. You really, you really do. To drive a nine-year-old kid to that, I mean, for one, a nine-year-old kid to know how to have the the knowledge to do anything. I mean, I would assume they probably looked on the computer and found some information, but I mean, for a nine-year-old kid to do that, that that is, it's beyond sad. It's I couldn't imagine parents, what they got to deal with. That's the other thing. Now, for yeah. any of these people, I said this to you before. Now, I have never had the, now again, I've, I've never had the joy of being a father. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood, and also not that I know of. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. I've never had the joy of being a father. Joe, you've been blessed. You have kids. Mm-hmm. For, and we talked about this off air for two seconds. For anyone who's going to come to the defense of anything, about any of you people that are on social media that gang up on people or anybody in the workplace that gangs up on other people, people that make fun of people in groups and literally just completely come down on people to the point where you break them down, just ask yourself, what would you do if that was your kid? Would you still be going on being a bully? At what point do you wake up? What would, if you defend anything, about this, any kind of this bully mentality, and you can't look yourself in the mirror and say, it's time for me to stop and realize that you're part of the problem, ask yourself, what would you do if your kid, you came home and found your kid dead in the fucking house because they were picked on? What would you do if you came home and found your spouse dead because they were getting just completely destroyed at the workplace, social media? Mm -hmm. What would you do? Ask yourself, what would you do first before you start judging the other side of it? Absolutely, man. That's a great way to look at it. You know, and, I, and again, like I know it was a serious subject, and we have a lot of fun on this show, but yeah. like I said, Joe, when I see something like this, man, that really just strikes me, no, that, it's, it's, just... it's bad. Now, listen, you're talking about a guy. Joe, I was, when I was growing up, I was short, obese. I got picked on every day. Mm-hmm. I got beat up every day. I got old enough to, to I grew Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I, I, it's some, I hit a growth spurt. I grew out of that, all that phase, and I was able to fight back. Right. I've been on that side of it, man. It's, 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 it's not good. It's, it's not good, man. And I went home every day, and I, I felt like horrible. Like, you, you, they cried every single night. And even- why, 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 are, why are they picking on me? Right. Why are they beating me up? Why, what, what did I do to them? My parents have to sit there and, and, and talk to me and tell me that, you're, you're, you're not, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not you and all this stuff like that. When you think that you're, you're the problem, that you're the reason why, like th- there must be something about me. It's, 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 it's not, it's them, man. It's them. They're, they're, they're the problem. They're the freaking problem. I've, I've dealt with it. So whenever I see anybody, anyone getting bullied like that, this gang mentality, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, have to, I have to say something. I have to jump in. I have to say something. I will never let anyone gang up on anyone. I just I won't do it. I won't do it. And it goes so far beyond just breaking balls and having some fun and, you know, making, making fun of some kids in school. I mean, I'm guilty of that stuff. And then to find out that it actually hurt somebody's feelings. And sh- I mean, to me, that's that, the thing. Like, that's the other thing, too, is like, if the adults that are doing it to adults, 
You're yeah, fucking adults. Yeah. You're grown up. You're 30. You're 40 years old. You're still making fun of people like you're in high school, like you're in grade school. What the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. You're going to make fun of the fact that here's the, you know, it's funny. When we, when we were younger, right? And everyone did. When you were younger, you always look at like, older, like, like the adults, like how they dressed and things like that. Or like mm-hmm. you make fun of their shoes and all this other stuff. And you should be like, you know, what the hell are those and all this blah, blah, blah. It's like, and all that. But, but you didn't know. Your parents were buying your sneakers for you. You didn't yeah. know. Then what happened? And you had to go out at work, pay rent, pay yeah. bills, get a mortgage, pay utilities, buy food, buy clothes. Stop making fun of those kind of things, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Started realizing that hey, man, that guy worked his ass off for that money. You know what I mean? Like, I, that woman's doing the best she can. I mean, look at that woman. She's got three kids on the freaking bus right now. You think I'm going to make fun of how she's dressed? Although, if you're wearing Skechers, I will say so. Well, you have to kind of say something. I mean, and Crocs, <laughs> Crocs are a problem, too. And, and, just, and just, just to bring Joe Corrado into this, his daughter Lola got a pair of Crocs, and apparently she loves them. Uh, Joe? They're, they're huge in the football it's community. A, listen, I can tell you that, man. His baby girl is turning 15 years old on Saturday. That's why he can't make the show next week. Yeah. And that's why he hasn't been here. He's been spending some time with her. But during that time, he bought her a pair of Crocs. Yeah, so I'm not saying I'm gonna make fun of her, but I'm gonna do it to her face. I'm just I'm gonna do it to her face. I'm not gonna gang up on her. Look, all I'm saying so is you're a is, true gentleman. Then. To wrap that all up is what happened to this child family. Yeah, should never happen. Should never happen, and it needs to stop. And that's it. That's all. That's all I have to say about it. And you know, hopefully, going forward, it's one reason homeschool's been so much more popular in the last few years, man. Just. Between the shootings and all the other shit, and it's it's. it's no, I listen. Man. I know a lot of a lot of parents now. They're saying, "I'm taking my kid. I'm going to homeschool." Yeah, I'm going to homeschool. I'm going to homeschool. And they're redistricting schools. They're doing all that stuff. You're getting kids who should not be in. You know, it's it's a whole political. thing. No, it is. Still, it is. It is a whole political you know, thing, and it's 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 a mess. And we've it. talked about a lot about a lot of messes tonight. This has been a. It was a dumpster fire early. It's a dumpster fire now. But sometimes I see some stuff, I guess, Joe, and just, it just hurts, dude. It just, it just hurts to see that kid was nine, dude, nine. Nine years old. How old are your kids? 12 and 15. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. You know, they've had some things. You know, they go talk to the teacher and see how it works out. If it doesn't work out, then I'll go in, you know. But you know? I was able to, I was in a position, you know, my kids, I'm, I'm very open with them. And, you know, they've been able to, you know, we talk a lot. So. Well, that's good, man. And you can that's tell, good. you know. They're open up with me, and it's not saying that this kid wasn't open, but I'm, I'm sure there were a lot he of He was incredibly there. open. I mean, he yeah. came out as a, as a gay child. Yeah. The problem is, is for four days, he got bullied. He got bullied. Did, didn't no one see this? I mean, no, the entire school was after this kid. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. No one steps in. No one does anything. It's just a freaking mess, man. It's an outrage. <sighs> On that note, I want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's... What the hell are we going to call this tonight, Joe? Was it a failure? N- NFL preview slash rant? Yeah, something like that. I don't there know. You go. I'm shocked. It's been two hours. But I got to get this working because next week we're going three hours, baby. We're going three hours for the fancy special. I might need to take a I, pill. I can't wait for this. This is going to be the, the must-view. This is going to be the must-watch event of the year. We won't go four hours, though, right? We will not do four hours. Right, we'll be good. here for a fourth hour. We're going to be hanging out. Is there going to be a doctor? Kissing babies, slapping backs. There will be a doctor, and there will be paramedics in the house. There's two paramedics. They're firefighters. They gotta be paramedics. Oh, okay, cool. So they'll be here. Good uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Make sure you come on out to Moonshine to come watch this thing live. 1825 East Moy Menton Avenue. 25 bucks for the all you can eat, all you can drink special. That covers right your there food. Is, that covers right there your is beer. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Covers your beer, covers your wine, covers your coffee. 
Covers all everything you want because you're gonna need coffee. It's a three hour thing. You go. We're going. Long, we're going long distance here. And I guarantee you'll have a great meal if you don't talk to Luigi. That's right. And then I'll talk to Rich. We'll be here drafting. He's in the draft. Oh, he's in. Oh, he's cool. the last. He's the last guy who hasn't given his money yet. Son of a bitch. Really? He's the only guy who's short. Uh, we'll the guy that. who owns the place is the guy who's short on money. We'll get that money back. Someday. But it'll be. A, it'll be. A, it'll be a full. It'll be a full packed house. You get to see how this thing all runs live. We'll be kissing babies, slapping backs. Tony Bruno will be in the house. We got some special guest callers calling in. That kind of stuff would be a lot of fun. Nice. Um, Big name people? Yeah, and you finally get to meet me. You know, that's the thing, too. I mean, if, you, if I'm one of those guys you want to take a swing, that's your, that's your chance right here, man. That's your <laughs> chance, man. Come in. Michael from the Minicos will be here. The man who's behind dressing the man. Nice. He'll be here. The mannequin will be in the house with the, with the Hall of Fame jacket that the people will win. That will, that will, they will go the, to the Minicos up there in the Northeast and get fitted custom fitted for this jacket whoever wins the crown whoever takes me down in fantasy football so until next week i'm luigi curdo reminding you never turn it down always turn it up Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at RoboGlobal.com/slash HTEC.